You are listening to Thanks for the Invite podcast with Freddie Korea. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Freddie Korea, and you are listening to my first throwback episode. I'm going to be uploading old episodes that I've had with uh, some of my favorite guests. And what I want to do, kind of, is if I re if I bring somebody back to the podcast that did a, a an episode i would like to throw maybe the first time they were on the show to kind of fill you in where they were then and where they are now so that's pretty cool um that's something i want to start doing this is the throwback episode one with lee syatt when he did our podcast on episode two, 100 and he recently did episode 200 so uh it's funny i, I didn't listen to the whole episode it's been a while i'm probably going to give it a listen um but at the end when i was editing right now he's talking about he had an iced eye when he was in vegas and i didn't really pay attention to it but man styes suck dick man i had my first sty this summer 2019 at Skankfest. i i got i submitted for Skankfest. i got accepted to do some shows out there in new york city and it's a very fun festival guys but i my my right eye my eyelid was blown up it was all fucked up dude it looked like like I, I, I like uh, an asshole, a dog's asshole just farted in my eyeball or something. I don't know. It just, it was really bad, man. So I feel what Lee was, you know, talking about now at the end of the episode where he had an ice die. They suck. They hurt. Every time you blink, I couldn't wear my contacts. Um, thankfully, I, I, I have like black rim f- uh, frame glasses. So like, they covered it up pretty good kind of when I was wearing them at Skankfest and you know, it was dark, so you couldn't really see. Um, but unless you could look really close, but my eye was fucked up. So that was a bummer having an ice die the same week I was going to New York. So that, that sucked. <laughs> but, um, uh, that was a, uh, an awesome experience. And we talk about it in episode 200. So if you haven't listened to episode 200, go back, uh, and listen to it. We, we talk about our experience in at Skankfest with Lee and Sammy and Ian. So, um, enjoy this episode guys. Uh, this is before Lee started doing comedy by the way. So it, it's really cool to go back and listen to it. And I remember our conversation about him, uh, you know, being a fan of comedy, but not really wanting to do actual stand-up comedy. So there you go. Enjoy it, guys. Peace. When a guest starts getting too far away from the mic like this. <laughs> I start. I would that. love it if you played that with Joey. <laughs> They'd be hammered within the first ten minutes of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it always it makes me laugh because he'll make fun of me like when we like when we go from the Periscope to the podcast. Yeah. He'll be like, "You got here an hour before," and then and now you this is feel you have to do stuff when you're starting a podcast, and yeah. I'll do a sound check. And I think I'm just gonna stop doing it because yeah. he does the sound check and he'll get right up to the mic, and then as soon as I press record, it's. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's allergic to it <laughs> but yeah that's funny okay so the, the older, hopefully no one gets drunk this episode yeah <laughs> yeah don't get too drunk people and we we always come up with some word eventually we'll figure out what the drinking game word is um but um if, if most of these people would listen at work so <laughs> they're, they're really not drinking <laughs> like justin ruff one of our listeners he's like every time i play the drinking game he just drinks water so, so that's what he does. <laughs> it's so it's I've I've had real jobs like 
in stores and stuff as a kid uh-huh. and a server but like my first like adult jobs were yeah. always out here uh-huh. and working in entertainment like i was a tv editor or assistant editor yeah and from the beginning there was drinking in the offices like <laughs> excessive and like drug use so yeah. It's always funny to me when people are like, oh, I'm at work, I can't drink. I'm like, yeah. what do you mean? To you, from the, your background, that was like the norm. It was like we had margarita uh, Fridays or Thursdays, and we would wine and cheese Fridays. Yeah. And then, like, I was where I, when I first moved here, I was working nights a lot. Yeah. And one of my jobs was to always go around and make sure, like, there were no coffee mugs in the rooms. That really wasn't my job, but my yeah. boss was crazy. But it was funny because there were two my two friends in the office would always have. Oh, there's the first one. <laughs> <laughs> let's call, let's do Passover for the word. Passover. It's, it's Passover this week. Okay. Um, <laughs> so my two friends in the office would always like. I, 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 it was an ongoing joke with them. Yeah. Their coffee mugs would always be wine, okay. constantly. Yeah. And like I turned, I think I was like 22 or 23, mm-hmm. and I was working the night shift, and you'd go in. As the other shift was closing up, mm-hmm. so my friend in the office took me out. I took an early, lo- I took like a lunch break, like thirty minutes into it, mm-hmm. and we went and got hammered for my birthday. And I went back to work. What? So it's, and then all the parties, like, so cool. All the parties out here <laughs> are open. Bo- like, well, I don't know anymore. When I first moved out here, all the uh, like the rap parties were open bar. Mm-hmm. And when you work night shift, sometimes they still let you go to the party. So mm-hmm. you'll go to the party and then you have to go back to work hammered, and nothing happens. Yeah. Now, what, how, what's the night shift here? That'd There's a nice. bunch of them. Yeah. The ones I worked most of the time were 7 to 5. Okay. Or like 6 to 4. There's there's Graveyard 2, which is like midnight to 9. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for like for TV shows and movies, there's always someone at the office usually. At yeah. least somebody. Wow. It was, it's, I worked nights for like close to two years, I think, of the three three and a half that i worked in tv and it's it took me a while to get back to normal it's it it messed me up but there's some nice parts to it but it's it's weird especially when you're working by yourself at night yeah like i don't know how people do it in uh like a 7-eleven or like a hotel like that would scare me Mm -hmm. like we're like working with the public at night i don't think so i was working by myself it didn't matter that's pretty cool I mean working by yourself Did you ever fall asleep though? Or? Oh my god <laughs> did No I one's even? watching <laughs> so. All the time Yeah Well nighttime, It depends Sometimes I would fall asleep Because These companies were so cheap That they would turn the AC off at night mm-hmm. So it would get all warm and cozy Yeah <laughs> And you're already tired yeah. So at 3 in the morning You just start falling asleep um, Yeah it's mainly just stuff like that You just yeah. But you have to be careful Because like the biggest one I worked on was Hell's Kitchen. That mm-hmm. was the biggest show. And that that had like a full staff at night. Yeah. So they even said at the beginning, like, be careful. We had to fire some people because like they'd just be, you, you'd walk by their, their office and they'd be snoring. Yeah. So it, it takes a while. It, looked, it took me probably close to a year after getting off of it to be able to sleep normally. Really? And then, like, because with, with Joey, when we first started the podcast, I was working, that's the job I was working. I was working Hell's Kitchen, okay. 7 to 5. And then I would drive from Beverly Hills to his house yeah. by like five thirty, five forty-five. Mm-hmm. We do the podcast at six. At so six in the I, morning. So then I would, I'd, I'd usually sleep eight to four or something. Yeah. So now and now every day I'm up by seven. So it's <clears> weird. Yeah, that's a really that's a big change right there. How 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 did you manage sleeping during the day? A lot of people can't do that. Uh 
I've always been a terrible sleeper. Mm-hmm. Like I don't sleep. I'm, if I get five to six, that's usually the most I'm going to get. Yeah. Um. On the days I had the podcast, it wasn't a problem. I'd be passed out just because of the, the weed. On the other times, <laughs> I just get tired. But yeah. like, I never got like the blackout shades. Like our, our buddy, uh, I to- have those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, our buddy Token Lair, he yeah. works like overnight yeah, shifts, zombie shift, and he has to do it. So yeah. But no, I. It, the only time it would suck is when like, no, and it's weird because in LA there's a big amount of people who work overnights. Mm-hmm. But a, there's no food open, so that's when I gained most of my weight because like I'd be going to the same fast food places mm-hmm. every night, and then sleeping. The only th- part that sucks is if they start doing construction or mm-hmm. or like uh, like apartment. Like the managers need to do work in your apartment. You're like, well, I worked until like five in the morning, mm-hmm. and they want to come in at nine, so it sucks. But it's not that bad It's actually Working nights is Honestly a really great gig The only night it sucks Is Friday Yeah Because everyone else is off Everybody else is but every, up Yeah the, the, only, the only That's the only time it, It's great Like If you're anti-social Like me mm-hmm. It's It's Like you don't have to talk You don't have to deal with all that Like there's a guy Who I For like the six months I did jujitsu. There was this One of the guys Who taught me Was an editor Who's worked overnights For I think 15 years He just likes it better Yeah you're antisocial? I would never think that. I. Are you like an introvert? Oh, yeah. Yeah? I'm very shy. Yeah. And it's gotten different since I've started podcasting. Yeah. Like, that's why. Like, so for people who aren't listening, I don't know if you're going to do an intro or not at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I yeah. forgot to okay. tell you. <laughs> I, I, this one I'm doing like Ari style. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so as you know, I work on the church of what's happening now. Yeah. And. Hold on, the marijuana, the the, the, the residual marijuana is hitting me. What was the question? I'm, I'm totally, I'm to, I totally just blanked, and I didn't take any stars today. I have, I, I don't even smoke weed, and I almost forgot right now. Let's see, what the, um, we're almost there. We're almost there. Holy shit! I forgot. <laughs> just, just being near me, I might have spiked your drink. Hold on, we'll you, get there. What, did you put a gummy bear in my drink? I might have. A star of death. Oh yeah, drink. introvert. Okay, I would yes. never think you're an introvert. Like uh, I was huge. I'm a huge introvert. Like I, especially being in one of the biggest podcasts out there. You know, I didn't want to be on the podcast. Joey you did not. I, no, when when Joey, mm-hmm. Joey was doing Beauty and the Beast, um, and. He wanted to do an early morning one. He liked mm-hmm. the idea because he, he like he's the last person left who watches like local morning news. Mm-hmm. It's him, and he always got <laughs> he always got bummed out mm-hmm. by all the like the depressing stories and just the negativity. So he wanted to do an early early morning one. And like I said, I was working nights. Mm-hmm. So in my head, because that's how I found Joe. I was listening to podcasts. I was just a TV editor listening to podcasts and yeah. and that. So. I was listening to a lot of Bill Burr at the time, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh yeah, Joey can totally do that," and he could have guests too if he wanted. Even though six AM would be tough. So you had a vision, huh? So I was like, like "Yeah, I'll run the board. I'll mm-hmm. do all that stuff, but I don't want to talk." Mm-hmm. And it's weird because my dad was on the radio for twenty years. Really? Like my dad, it's it's kind of weird thinking about it because yeah. we're, we're like it's I'm I'm always the quiet guy. I'm always the guy. Like in the back, like if it's like a party situation yeah. and there's a bunch of people talking, find wherever the couch is with a TV and maybe a dog, mm-hmm. and that's where I am. Yeah. And like I used to get really starstruck. Like if it was like a, a morning radio, <laughs> like a morning TV person. Yeah. It, like it didn't even have to be like a star. 
just anybody yeah. that I've seen any like, like uh, I wouldn't talk to the them. weather guy oh yeah no, <laughs> absolutely like the weather guy like I wouldn't be able to talk one time in Reno I saw the weather guy at a club <laughs> and I got so starstruck I went to take a picture with him and I was nervous I was fucking I'm an idiot and that, yeah that's and that's how I am and that's honestly at some point like after the podcast who knows what's gonna happen with podcasting whenever 8,000 years down the road when we're having uh, holograms beamed into our brains or whatever <laughs> yeah. I'll have to listen to some of the early ones Yeah, because I'm sure that they're just terrible like I tell <laughs> I tell people whenever I'm helping them with podcasts yeah. the first one we ever did we had we had this guy I don't know if you remember the site Stick'em Stick'cam um, it was like a streaming site I think so somehow Joey knew them uh-huh. and so they came to his house to do like a test yeah and the first one we ever did they were there and i was so consumed like so excited and consumed and trying to get everything right that i forgot to press record for the first 20 minutes oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> luckily it ended up to be a test episode yeah but okay. it was it's uh it's crazy how where your life goes like i would never yeah. have thought in a million years that this yeah. is what i'd be doing yeah yeah it's 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 insane man and um i like how you touched on um how you found joey was through podcasts absolutely yeah. how how did you even get into like uh comedy podcasts because there's was, some there's yeah. a big variety of podcasts out there oh there's tons when i first moved out here when i first was driving out here yeah i was listening to the radio and it was the second time that i've done the boston to la drive mm-hmm. and Whoa. Oh, it's I love it. No, I love I love it. It's gr- driving for by yourself. I, oh yeah, because no. like I the last year or so of me being in college, mm-hmm. I was working not a, like a movie theater and a waiter. It's not a hard job. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I interned out here the summer before I graduated. And as I was interning, I took online courses because I wanted to graduate early. Mm-hmm. So then I went straight back to school and did my last semester so i had like a year and a half of no break mm-hmm. so driving for eight hours a day and listening to music was great it was perfect yeah but the issue is is i'm not a huge fan of country i'm uh, not a not country uh christian rock and like <laughs> broadcasted sermons yeah which is a lot of what they have yeah once you get past tennessee oklahoma area yeah. so i I think I'm pretty sure I was was actually almost all the way here. I think I might have been in New Mexico or Arizona. Mm. And someone on Facebook posted about Kevin Smith's uh, documentary podcast. Oh, okay. So I downloaded that. And I think I found... You had an iPhone? No. Uh, No, I didn't. It was hard to get a hold of a podcast back in the day. Remember, you had to download it on iTunes, plug your iPod in, and then drag and drop it into your iPod. I remember those days. (laughs) The uh, the, the dinosaur days of podcasting. And I found, so I found Kevin Smith, and I found uh, Doug Benson, uh, Doug Love Movies. Oh, okay. So I I binge listened to those for like the first, the rest of the ride. And then the same friends who had the wine in in the coffee mugs. Yeah. I think they must have introduced me to Rogan. Oh, really? And then I—that's why I heard, I heard, I heard Joey. And then the first time, I don't even remember if Ari was on the show. I think he must have been. But the first comedy show I went to see in LA was uh, one of Ari's. Uh, this is not happening. Yeah. It was Bad Jobs, and it had a uh, Kyle. The only one I remember was Kyle Kinane. Oh, okay. I don't okay. remember who else was on the show. But so yeah, I was listening to podcasts all day mm-hmm. I was, and all night. That's yeah. 
because my first job was uh, for America's Funniest Home Videos, which is was a great. It was hard, and it mm-hmm. wasn't everything I wanted it to be, but it, it was a great job, and I learned a lot. Mm-hmm. But a lot of what I was doing was digitizing. So what that is is like they still have. If you don't know what America's Funniest Home Videos is, just Google it. Yeah, that's crazy. But they still have a lot of their clip library. Mm-hmm. At least when I started, now it's mostly digital. But when I started, it was on uh, beta tapes, yeah. which is like a more can, you know you probably know what beta tapes yeah. are. Yeah, yeah, that's what um, they used to use like in uh, in studios and oh, yeah. news, like in the news plays. They didn't use VHS. Oh they, no, they, they would use beta. Beta, yeah. and then like a lot of people don't know. <laughs> I kind I kind of wish that they opened it up like a museum. Yeah, because that show's been on for twenty five or twenty six years. Uh huh. And they still have everything. So like they, they have, have everything, huh? they have vaults full of film. Are, are and like, they still running? I, oh yeah. Okay. Oh of course. Oh yeah. They'll never stop running. Okay. They'll never stop. It's and it's like the beginning of YouTube. But what I was doing, mm, yeah, was I was taking those beta tapes, and they have. It's almost like if you took a YouTube, like a YouTube playlist, and just put it back to back to back to back, mm-hmm. and they have every clip. Uh, written down and they know what tape it is and what time it is so the process is the writers go through and they pick 500 clips yeah so i'd have to go through get them into the system so that the editors can work on it and then every day they would just send down more clips because some yeah. clips would get axed and so that was most of my day was putting in tapes and Fast forwarding, yeah. rewinding, and, and letting the machine do its work. Yeah. So that was so tedious, man. It te- that's, and that's. It sounds weird. Yeah. But thank God for tedious jobs. Yeah. That's the entire reason podcasting exists. Yeah. Because podcasting is over ten years old. Yeah. It was, but it was like mostly computer. Yeah. I, I was never really into it. Mm-hmm. I didn't even really know about it. Mm-hmm. And there's something about comedy podcasts, and now and now other podcasts, I th- I feel like have. Ri- raise their level to that yeah yeah but and it's not with everybody but especially the early adopters like yeah. rogan and i don't listen to a lot of corolla but he's obviously pretty great yeah, yeah. I, people, i'm the same way i don't listen but i have so much respect for oh him. yeah i mean he does eight thousand podcasts and he mm-hmm. he's one of the biggest if not the biggest mm-hmm. these people are all they've been doing for their entire career is talking and making things interesting mm-hmm. so it's it's pretty much like the perfect platform now it's gone to the point where everyone has one and there are there are some no i don't want to say bad ones but there's just i really think that there in a few years there's gonna have to be some sort of a new name in a way because like there's podcasts like the one that i do is mostly conversation like this one Mm -hmm. there's ones where it's mostly news but then there's ones that people just try to be joking which is, oh, is fine yeah, yeah but they're it's just different it mm-hmm. doesn't and it's it's always tough when those kind of people come on to the talking ones like the conversation ones and they try to say tell their jokes yeah it's almost like a like a podcast version of com- of comics unleashed yes and it's just terrible <laughs> I, <laughs> but but that's just my opinion some people like it some people like it. uh I, w- one of my early episodes i did it at an open mic in a circle of like five six comics okay and we all introduced ourselves and one of them he introduced himself and he started doing his jokes oh jesus <laughs> <We're>, we <laughs> all, should have just unplugged his mic <laughs> <laughs> we, we're all staring at him like dude what the fuck is happening right now this is so awkward <laughs> and it's like come on man this is your job like especially now yeah. if you don't know what a podcast is or how to how to be on a podcast or what is mm-hmm. 
a normal podcast it's it's almost it's sad like that's Joe, we have we don't we haven't done them for a while, but we Joey and I used to do uh, live podcasts. Yeah, oh yeah, those are always fun. They were a lot of fun at the Ice House, but then there was like a couple of the places we did it, and they just like they were Joey's talked about it before, but they were like, yeah. So how many comedians are going up? And we would have to like, no, there's no comedians. Yeah, we're just gonna sit at the table, like have the table, like, and yeah, it's tough. I mean, have you ever, have you done a live one yet or not yet? Uh, not yet, but um, I wouldn't I, recommend it. It's 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 tough because the sound uh, always gets fucked up. The sound, yeah, the sound's always the problem, right? Yeah, because no, we were talking before about comedy clubs and, yeah. and their equipment. Oh, Passover, Passover. Um, <laughs> Just got he got a little away from the mic and Lee caught himself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> seven nights of Passover. You know what I used to do with the guests? I used to do the dick sucking move. I'd be like. Yeah, that man. Oh, that's it. what I, that's what I do. <laughs> and we have mic stand. Maybe we shouldn't have mic stand, but we have mic stands at the office. Oh, and yeah. I'll just, I'll like constant. I'm I'm stoned out of my mind. <laughs> so maybe no one else knows it, but in my head, I'm really brilliant. I'm like, I just keep moving my head towards it, and I like look at them. Yeah. But sometimes I literally have to like take my hands off. Like you're here, go here, and like yeah, yeah. But it's a lot of comedy clubs. Going back to that, just don't. You would think they would have a lot of or most of their budget invested in equipment yeah but no, they don't they don't right before the episode when we started right now I, I was i was telling you that you're using the microphone that joey diaz used in reno because the comedy club had a raggedy mic <laughs> that would make noise when you moved it so Jesus. i told the club owner let's just use one of my podcast mics you know and uh ever since that i've been saving that microphone you're using oh, yeah. <laughs> i haven't told that story on the podcast so <laughs> and then it's crazy they like don't take care of the shit like didn't rogan like replace a sound system at the store yeah he did years ago that's before uh mencia thing he replaced the whole system that's crazy and it's it just goes back to like how how can you not for your business have the 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 basics like i don't know what they're spending their money on Mm -hmm. like like, from what i hear they're probably not paying comics a lot or maybe they're paying just a few comics a lot but it's it's crazy to have that and by the way it's okay to get technical i want to ask you about that okay what 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 went wrong on one of those nights like to me in my head i'm thinking because i'm a sound guy too like i'm i love wires obviously i'm in cable so i understand all that shit i mean everything in my head i'm thinking all the mics go into the mixer Mm -hmm. everything's broadcasted into the speakers people could hear it why not just plug into the headphone jack and then plug into the zoom that works sometimes Mm -hmm. and that's what i do mostly um I don't know. I think it might like might be an input in the mixer. Mm-hmm. An issue like that I ran into, and and like that work that works in theory. Yeah. But then you have to like, if you have your Zoom set up for for your studio or something, yeah. And then you plug it in like that mixer can be way off. Yeah. And then the other issue is like I, the first couple of times I wouldn't bring headphones. Oh. And oh, sometimes. Yeah. If you like, you have to check it because even if the levels look good, maybe there's a button pressed, or maybe it sounds yeah. weird. The worst Overdrive. one. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. The worst one that ever happened, and I think we ended up we ended up getting it because I for I just happened to have my laptop. Yeah. Was we were at a comedy club, and I I plugged in my Zoom. I had it all there, and the sound guy just he made a mistake, and it was, but he picked up his leg. And it, it caught the power cord. I was like, hey, man, watch out. Yeah. Let me help you with that. And he just went whoop. And the Zoom went crash. Ooh. Right before the podcast was about to start. Oh, and it, fuck. It, it, the only way we were able to get it was for some reason, 
when you plugged it in, it still worked as like an audio interface. Mm-hmm. So I was, I had to plug that in and then plug that into my computer. And I feel like we still got it. I forget who it was. It was at the Ice House, right? It was no, yeah, it was at the Ice House. But the Ice yeah. House was great about it. they. That night they gave me a check for a new one, so it wasn't. It oh, wasn't okay. a big so deal. So they actually broke it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck, it, it was just. I, I haven't like broken it. my Zoom. I, my past Zoom. I, I used to have the. What's that? The H two N. They have the H one and they have the H four. The one, the one that Ari has. H four. H four. I had that one. And I dropped that bitch like seven times. Oh yeah! It never broke. <laughs> it never broke. And then I sold it. It's in perfect condition. Wow. Yeah. I have. The, I still have the H four. You yeah. have the H six, and I kind of want it. But like we were saying at the beginning, it's yeah. tough with the power situation. But, yeah. But now, now you, you can do that. So maybe I'll get it. I. I it's, oh, it's it's nice. You know, it's really nice, dude. This motherfucker's a beast. And then, um, if you ever want to add mics, I just I got my splitter. Yeah. Okay, up to five mics, but that's not always a good idea for a podcast because then everybody talks, especially if you yeah. don't have headphones. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 I think. Four is okay, but I honestly think three is the best. Three? Like two to three, I think is the is, and but I, I think the issue that some people run into yeah. is the third person has to one one person has to take a step back. Uh huh. Because if th- if there's three, and that's where I think being an introvert kind of helped me. Because mm-hmm. I've always liked asking questions. Yeah. And I'm not a comic, yeah. so that's why on the podcast I. I purposely sit back and I let I let the comedians do their stuff. I let them yeah. talk and I let them I'll in I'll in inter- interject something if I want to or if I if there's a lull. Uh-huh. But when there's too many people just everyone saying whatever they want to say on yeah. a podcast. Yeah. And the issue people run into is they'll just like for example, when you're talking, uh-huh. someone will just be they won't even listen to what no. you say. They'll yeah. just okay, what what's the next funny thing I want to say? <laughs> And then okay, their mouth stopped talking. I'll, I'll I'll shoot it in there, but I didn't answer any of their questions or respond yeah. to anything they said. They exactly what you're saying. I've had a lot of guests like that where they're not even paying attention to what I'm saying, and uh, and they're just ready to shoot something out. Yeah. But I'm also that I'm also like you in the, in a sense where if a lot of people are talking, I'll, I'll sit out. Yeah, yeah. And I always hear that about David Tell. David Tell is fucking hilarious. Really? Oh yeah, he's uh, great. He, he's everybody looks up to him. But if he's in a in a like when he was on Tough Crowd, uh, all the comics are you know shooting jokes. Boom, boom, boom. He's just sitting there quietly. But when it was his turn, he would bust one out really good one. You know, like yeah. Oh yeah, that, and that's. But if I'm in a circle, do that to me. I'm just chilling. Oh yeah, I don't like it. That's that's me being an introvert. There's a. I just started doing a new podcast called Matt Therapy. Uh, it's a jujitsu podcast. Mm. But the reason why I bring it up is that one of the hosts is a friend of Joey's that I've known for my entire time out here. Yeah. And she was making fun of me because she's she's beautiful. She's a, uh, and she was making fun of me because like when I first met her. Yeah. When her and her boyfriend would come, like I would just sit there, like, <gasps> like apparently like, I didn't realize it, <laughs> but apparently like I wasn't very talkative, but I was just super shy, like wouldn't make eye contact. Yeah. And podcasting has helped with that. Yeah. I'm not as shy anymore. It's been like therapy for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's because like I don't know I was always a chubby kid, <clears throat> and I don't know if it's just my brain, which is a, a, a distinct possibility. Yeah. But I I had like one or two good friends. Uh-huh. Like that I would hang out with all the time, but I was never the guy who, like, got invited to like a ton of parties or, yeah. or all that stuff. I was a nerd. I, 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 we went to see movies and we, we played poker or something, and 
and yeah. so for me if i don't if i don't know somebody yeah it takes me a lot to warm warm up to them yeah it's scary like it sounds weird to use the word but it's almost scary like yeah i just started working out uh at this new gym mm -hmm. and it took me about a month of being there three times a week Oh, Can really? we tell them Passover? No. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> you're too much in the mix, Alpha. We, we might have to move. We, yeah, we might have to be move. Um, yeah, we got some plumbers next to us. Yeah, but hold on. God um, damn it, marijuana. We're, no, we were talking about how uh, with your friends, you know, you would go to movies. And right, right, right. So it's just, it, you know, the gym. It took me like about mm -hmm. a month and a half of being there, literally three days a week for an hour to like jump into any conversation like there's i've always been very jealous of people who can like just walk into a room and everybody loves them and they're, mm. they're the life of the party and and it's not it's not that they're being douchey and like and like drinking yeah. but it's just like who's a good example like steve simone mm -hmm. is always just so happy and so nice and then just there's there's always someone in a group who can go, like Joey's great at it. He'll go in and t and talk to everybody and 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 just start joking around. And I'm I'm very different. Like I, I, that's like even just thinking about it, my heart's <laughs> racing a little bit. I'm like, okay, <laughs> let's go back. Like <laughs> Joey used to yell at me, but if I could stay inside all day, yeah, that's you would. fine. Yeah, I don't. It doesn't bother me. I don't really need to go to bars. Yeah, I'm very happy at home. What um. Would you go to the movies by yourself? All the time. Yeah, fuck yeah, Constantly. pound it. <laughs> People think I'm weird. I don't give of that. a shit. I used to. I worked in the movies for, let's see, two, off and on for like six years. Oh yeah. And especially when I moved, when I went to college in Boston, my college was literally next door to the movie theater I worked at, and I got free movies. Yeah. So almost every day, like it's weird for me now that I don't know what's in the movies. Yeah. And I, like I don't see anything. And when I first moved out here, I was so broke that I didn't want to pay. A, I didn't want to pay for parking, which is almost everywhere in LA. So wow, I found yeah. I found the one movie theater you didn't need to pay for parking, and I would go to like three or four in a day. And it's more expensive out here to watch a movie. Oh my god! I went to Tempe with Joey once. Yeah. And movies were like eight bucks. Yeah. For a matinee, I was like, oh, I need yeah. to move here because for a matinee, it's like twelve, fifteen bucks out here already. Yeah. It's. It's crazy, and that's. I just I just found out that uh, Deadpool uh -huh. is already on on demand. Yeah, like you can buy it for like already. fifteen bucks. Yeah, I'm so like I just, and this is that will actually be interesting to you. Uh, I think it was either DreamWorks or one of the. I'm pretty sure it was DreamWorks, one of those big animation companies, mm -hmm. just got bought by Comcast yesterday. Really, which bums me out. Oh wow! It I heard they were buying out Time Warner too. Yep. Oh, they bought them too. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't know if they, if Comcast bought Time Warner. I know, I know somebody just bought Time Warner. Uh huh. But it, it like, I, I haven't had cable for over a year. Why does it bum you out? Because now, because now, now they're gonna, because they see that the cable industry is dying. Yeah. And that they see that the movie industry is hurting. Mm -hmm. So it bums me out because. A, I'm worried that they're going to put a lot of DreamWorks maybe just on Comcast, maybe mm -hmm. just on cable. Oh, I see. And I we see. won't be able to see it. Yeah. And I also... Be, uh, there's too many... Like, the reason why I got rid of cable and all that, it's all monopolies around here. The yeah. only cable I'm allowed to have is Time Warner. Yeah. There's AT&T, which is the worst. Universe. Yeah. 
I like AT and T once. I was on hold for forty five minutes, and yeah. I was like, okay, this is just not gonna work. Yeah. And then it's just it's so expensive that it's it's prohibitive for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And when these companies are just like now what? So Comcast owns Time Warner, NBC, yeah. Universal, and now DreamWorks. Like it's yeah. all the same company, and it doesn't give a consumer yeah. or the the viewer any any sort of choices. So now so now when they raise movie ticket prices. What are you gonna What are you gonna do? Yeah, you just can't see it. It's so expensive. Um, you know that, you know that movie theater in Burbank, right by Flappers. Yeah, that's the one I go to. That's the one you go to, mm-hmm. AMC, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so me and Lizzie went to watch The Revenant, um, probably like two months ago or so. Mm-hmm. And in Vegas, we've had the recliner chairs, the alcohol, all that stuff for like the last three, four years. Oh yeah, those are awesome. Yeah, in Vegas, dude. It's the same price as like, like a regular movie. If you go before five, it's matinee. It's like seven bucks. No way. For the recliners. Oh. And, and then no, free parking. And then after five, it probably jumps up to like 11 bucks. What was it, like 20 a person? Yes. Dude, I was like, they, when they told me it was like 40 something, I'm like, uh, what? You're like, there's Each, only two of us here. Yeah, there's only two. <laughs> it's not for the I'm whole like party 40? behind us. $40, dude. And then it's like, yeah, okay, the beers were around the same time uh, price. You know, I, I usually get myself a couple IPAs, 10 bucks each, but. 10 oh, bucks each? Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah. But uh, I was like, I would tell I'm like, hey, babe, we're on vacation. It's all good. But I was astonished. And we paid for parking. You paid for parking? Wait, hold on. No, you're not. No, not the garage. No, we didn't. Yeah. No, you're right. No, no. No, but that's. It's great. And it's tough, especially like having a girlfriend like yeah. I it used to freak me out when a girl would pay for anything mm-hmm. but now Paul and I have been together for three years mm-hmm. and like we went, like going to the movies like you just said or like last night we went for dinner and she ordered a salad with chicken and it was like to add the chicken cost us like 15 bucks for the whole like a salad and chicken was like 15 bucks holy even, shit even more than that and I don't want to be like maybe we shouldn't cut like like maybe we shouldn't do this because it's like turning into like a 30 40 dollar meal mm-hmm. at like an outdoor place but it like it puts people in weird predicaments like to oh i can't afford this mm-hmm. or or oh like if it's an if it's a if it, like let's say lissy was not your wife and like it was a first date to go and spend 80 dollars at a movie yeah it's crazy mm-hmm. and then like what if you don't like it yeah like that's it's getting it's getting real like that's why I think comedy is booming right now because of the podcast and mm-hmm. because so okay so you're gonna go spend twenty bucks on a movie ticket yeah why not spend twenty bucks on a comedy club yeah. and yeah you'll have to pay for two drinks at a lot of places yeah but just get dinner just get dinner yeah or get two sodas you don't have to get two actual ac- alcoholic drinks and it's gonna be about the same price yeah. And if you like that person's podcast, there's a good chance you're gonna like their comedy. Yeah. So that's honestly like, so if you, is what you're telling me is I can spend fifty on a movie that might suck, or yeah. I can spend sixty with a comedian who I know I'm gonna like. Yeah. And it's, it's it's easy. And plus, it, it could lead to a good conversation after the show. Yeah. Like if, the com- if the comedian is too convers- too uh, offensive or something, the girl's like, I didn't like how he disrespected women. And then the guy could be like, Yeah, baby, me too. I didn't like that. You know. And then <laughs> next thing you know, you know, you're smashing. <laughs> In a movie, what Cut are you guys? <laughs> <to smashing. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> That's a great point that you brought up, though. Yeah, comedy is booming, man. It's never. It, Rogan talks about it like he's never seen it like this. Like in the '80s, there was a boom, but right now it's just insane. The only thing that sucks now is that comics aren't really getting paid. 
as, right. as good as the 80s, you know? You we mean all, like... Like, we, uh, most of us have day jobs. We have yeah. to. You know, it used to be... Uh, Joey talks about this, too. It used to be if you were a middle act, you could live off of that. You know, really? Joey used to live off of that. Yeah. You know? Now, you're a middle act. Um, Got to take PTO to go feature, you know? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Gotta have a day job for a that's long time. That's tough. And especially for like... I'm always surprised at the money that... And I don't know. I don't know what it's like in Vegas, but for like the comedy store or the improv spots where they get like fifteen bucks a spot. Yeah. And now I get they're only doing fifteen minutes, so it's it, it's actually it comes out to sixty bucks an hour, which is great. Yeah. But when you get to a certain level, mm-hmm. where you're like, if they're putting your name on the marquee, yeah, it's bringing people in, and to get fifteen bucks for that must be yeah kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. It's like. Uh, and the price hasn't changed since the 70s, by the way. <laughs> oh, that was what they were getting paid in the 70s, yeah, 15? I, yeah, Mitzi started Jesus. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And I think that started all when the strike. Uh, right. And in, in New York, the people get paid more. Because yeah. I've, heard, I've heard Ari talking about it. Yeah. You, get a, you can get a pretty good amount. Yeah. It's, a, it's like people keep asking me if I'm ever going to do it. Yeah, you always get pressured. <laughs> I don't think I'm ever... Honestly... Well, even with it, I'm just gonna wait for that Passover to go by, um, <laughs> for it to pass over us. Um, even let's just take out being funny, mm-hmm. which I don't think I'm funny enough to be a stand-up. But let's just take that out of the equation. Uh huh. I don't want to spend ten years being broke. Like I don't, I yeah. don't want to spend at least ten to fifty. I don't have that. I don't love it enough. Yeah. Like that's. I'm. I like I'm. I want to be. I'm trying to move ahead and to 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 commit myself to something like that just for you don't fun. want it to be like a hobby I, I mean I wouldn't mind doing it as a hobby mm-hmm. but I would never I, I don't think I could ever see myself like committing to trying to be a stand-up as like a profession I think if you if you tried it I think you would get bit by the bug Oh, I'm sure I would, which I don't want to. So I'm, you're avoiding the bug. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm just about, I'm just starting to like get yeah back on my feet financially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like I don't want to like take another yeah another step. Like it's. I see where you're How saying. long have you been doing comedy? Um, this year five. Wow. Yeah. And when did you start making money doing it? Uh, you know, it was the first month. I mean, my my first open mic, I. I'm not. I'm not saying I, I started making money because I was great. Obviously, I was. I sucked. I just brought a lot of friends. It was a, a competition. Uh, okay. So I won twenty bucks. I won, I won the comedy competition. <laughs> Your first time? Yeah. Wow. But, uh, I have I'll, sh- I'll send it to you on. It's on YouTube. But oh, you uh, have it? Yeah. Oh, perfect. How, how is it's it? It's private. Is it funny? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> what, what episode number are you on? Around? Uh, you know? You're on the podcast. Yeah. Guess what? What? You're one hundred. You have to release it. You have to release <laughs> as part of episode one hundred. Should I put it at the end? Even just a thirty second clip. Okay. Just something. Just like one joke from it. Okay. 
That'd it's be like perfect. it's like four or five minutes. Am I really episode number hundred? Yeah, thank you. Man. I say That's I, a big honor. I, I I yeah, thank you. I, I'm excited about this. I'm actually right now as we're recording this. I think I'm at ninety seven or ninety eight. So I'm, okay, I'm gonna put you at one hundred. You put this in the can. Hold. Yeah, for for about a week or two. I release them like Netflix sometimes. I, oh I, really? I, yeah. Sometimes I put like three in one week. And you do a Snapchat one too, right? You do a podcast on Snapchat. Uh, yeah. Um, I do. Um, uh, I reversed it. I say chat snap because <laughs> when the Snapchat came out, I, I kept saying chap snap or I kept fucking it up. So because you know how Snapchat is 10 second videos and it's short. Okay. Yeah. You got to get I'm to the point. I'm just getting into it. So. Oh, really? Okay. Well, you got to get to the point quick. So my other podcast, which is on the same feed, it's called the chat snap and it's five to 10 minutes. Uh, okay. Oh, and do I do you record it and put it on Snapchat? Uh, no, no. I just recorded it. Oh, so it's I, just it's just the same theory behind it. Same okay. theory, yeah. Very cool. So it's a short episode. Sometimes we go up to twenty, and I record on my cell phone. Okay. On the voice recorder, and it gets great sound. I do it like interview mode, back and forth in a green room. Yeah. Upload it, and it's very cool. cool. They dig it, so yeah. And that's and that's going yeah. back to what I was talking about earlier. Yeah. How there's so many different kinds of podcasts. Yeah, yeah. That's really cool. That's because mm-hmm. it. Uh, what bums me out most about podcasts are when it feels like they have like a big red light in the studio and as soon as I hit an hour they're like okay we're done yeah I and hate some of those like it's that. like okay like when we're done for this week it's like well why don't you just keep going or yeah and then it also you can tell sometimes when you're listening to a podcast when people have run out of stuff to talk about yeah so just end the podcast there yeah there's no reason if you're at 45 minutes to to stretch it out to an hour, yeah, for no reason. So that's that's really. I'm gonna have to listen. To, who's been on like your 20 minute ones? Like My, a lot of comics. Uh, I had Rodrigo. I did oh, it cool. over the phone. I've had him on there. I had Earl Skakel. Oh, very cool. Earl Skakel was hilarious. Really? <laughs> yeah, he told one of my favorite stories on the podcast. So that was cool. I'll have to go go listen to that. Yeah. The chap snap with Earl Skakel. Yeah, yeah. And uh, before I start the chat snap, um, chat snap. I, yeah. <laughs> I think it's a chap snap <laughs> or chap snap. <laughs> you know, actually. The name has changed three times. So if you go back in December, it said Snapchat, okay. and then Chap Snap, and then right now Snapchat or Chat Snap. Snapchat. <laughs> I think it's gonna. <laughs> you should just change it every episode. Just, I should just move around the letters. All I keep is the the number correct. So yeah. so yeah, right now I'm at episode thirty seven or something like Very that. Very cool. Yeah. Um. But before that, on um, thanks for the invite. Uh, I've had Felipe on there with Ro- Rodrigo and Flaco. Uh, do you know Flaco? I, I think I've met him. He's skinny, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I met him. Yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> between Felipe, Joey, Rodrigo, and me, there's not a lot of skinny guys around. So <laughs> I was like, okay, he's a skinny dude. Yeah. So those those are some of my favorite episodes. Uh, and um, you know what's insane, dude? Uh, and and we'll get back to. Um, I remember what we were talking about, but. I think it was my episode eight or so, or episode seven. I had Edwin. Oh, cool! Very early in my podcast, and I never imagined that he would become my, my mentor. Oh, so he wasn't no, your mentor at that point? No, back in I think it was 2013 when I had him on my podcast. Uh, I met him in Vegas. I've always been a big fan of him, and uh, we did the podcast. He's like, "Yeah, we'll do it in my room." So we went up to his room, me and Lizzie and another comic, and we busted out an episode. Ever since we became friends, and that's really cool. Yeah. So eventually, now I'm producing his podcast. So it's kind of it reminds me of like your story, how you found Joey, and now yeah. you're his his man. You know, that's crazy. It, so it's weird to think about. It's crazy, huh? Like yeah. you, you don't, you never imagine. Like you, you can't broadcast. The, you can't predict the future. But when you look back, you're like, 
three four years ago i would have never imagined i'd be here in this place you no. know or like no it all started from a facebook message That's, really yeah it was it, it's coming up in june is the five years of five that years. facebook message so that's and it's frustrating like because i'm a not necessarily a planner yeah because talk to my girlfriend and i don't really like to plan a lot of stuff like that but mm-hmm. it gives me a little bit of anxiety if i don't know what's coming yeah and especially like it was it was a good introduction to that for me working in tv because mm-hmm. gigs end every three to four months usually but working with joey like if i had never sent that facebook message like like my life changed because i was bored at work Mm -hmm. and i sent a facebook message like it's there's no way like if i had if i had been out of the office if i had if if my boss had called me into a different room if i'd been on twitter yeah like it's it's crazy how that and then it's very because you you you're you have an interesting perspective because you're a comedian and you have a day job. Mm-hmm. So you can see how with your day job, it's rigid and you have a schedule and yeah. and you work this and this and with podcasting, like my dad wants to come out. My dad wants to come out uh, at some point this year, but he called me like at the beginning of this month. and was like, Hey, I'm thinking about coming out in November. I'm like, well, I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow. Yeah. So it's kind of hard for me. Like people, a lot of times people, are surprised that I that just because like sometimes Joy will call and be like okay we have a podcast on at 8 I'm like great sounds mm-hmm. good yeah and a lot of people have trouble with that sort of schedule yeah so it's, it's a day to day thing yeah it's, it's hour to hour hour thing. to hour it's like when I hit you up you, you you said let me find out how it's gonna look and and you know what's cool about that though man that you don't commit to something that you're not sure you're gonna do it because some people commit and they Hollywood talk and then they cancel or you know what I mean like yeah it's it's um so I, I appreciate that oh it's no it's better to be up front like that because like, you never want you never want someone to do that you never want to promise something that you can't right go through with yeah which I'm sure like everyone does no one's no one's perfect at anything but mm-hmm. I don't want to say yes and then like Joey Joey could have said on Thursday uh, we need to do a podcast in Indy. You're coming. I just bought you a plane ticket. So I don't. Things can change. And like, how often? Like, you must get gigs. Hey, be at be at the Stratosphere in ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do a set. It just happened last week. Yeah, really? Oh yeah. yeah. So it, it, you just have to be. I hit up my boss. Hey, can I get off early? All right, yeah. cool. You know. And it's. It's like I'm using PTO. Yeah. Losing more money to get. I'm getting paid for the spot, but I'm losing money. But yeah, it just happens on the spot. And you have to be, uh, what's the word? Flexible. Yeah. I think a lot of people aren't. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's it's not for everyone. Like yeah. working for yourself or working not at like an actual like office. Uh-huh. Like there's been like every every few months I'll have a little bit of a panic attack. Mm-hmm. Not a not an attack, but I'll start looking at like like it's usually when I'm paying bills. Mm-hmm. And I'm like okay. I need to like I'll, I'll start looking at job postings or, or yeah. something. It takes like it takes <laughs> okay. like ten minutes to yeah. like calm myself down. I'm like okay, everything's okay. Should I can I, I can handle I do this. Uber. <laughs> <laughs> I did Uber for like two weeks and Joey almost killed me. He hated it. <laughs> really? He, Joey is tough because he does everything out of love. Yeah. But he doesn't. 
He doesn't. I don't know if he doesn't feel like, or he just doesn't want to explain himself. Yeah. So like, I'd be Ubering, and he'd be like, you can't Uber. And like, one of the last times we talked about it, he was like, "What if someone attack? Like, what? If, what am I going to tell your parents if they call me after you get killed driving an Uber?" Mm-hmm. It's like you can't. Like, you can't be doing that. And then that was actually one of the biggest. And I'm still working on it because, like, w- what we're talking about earlier with working for yourself. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Hey, man." Put the time you're Ubering Making a hundred bucks Which is great it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a good For a day But put that into What you're doing For business Like yeah. put that time yeah. Into that And Eventually you, You'll get more money like Yes the, the, the return will be greater But you have to wait yeah. Which Like we were just talking about Is hard for a lot of people mm-hmm. It's hard to be like Okay In a year This money will come back to me Yeah It's different It's Especially when you have bills to pay and tax season just happened, it's like okay, I need money now. Yeah, but you really—I don't know. I'm just getting to the point now where it doesn't freak me out as much having a bill. Yeah, like when I first moved here, I paid my credit card off all like in full. I never carried a bill. Like I never carried any debt. Yeah, and I'd prefer not to if I had the choice. Mm-hmm. But. I can't let it give me as much anxiety as it did. Yeah. Like, it used to give me anxiety hearing about my friends paying off, like, they like they had credit card debt and they, they refinanced their credit card debt. I was like, well, what, do you, what do you mean? You just yeah. pay it off in full. I'm like, well, stuff happens, man. You're, there's always going to be a bill. Like, I was, I was just happy because I, I went to a new tax place and it was a lot less than I had to pay the year before because mm-hmm. the guy was actually looking for deductions. Yeah. And then I go to the dentist and I get a $1,500 bill from the dentist. Yeah. Motherfucker. There's yeah. never, it feels like you're never going to get ahead, which I think is what frustrates a lot of people. Yeah. And that's why people give up. They're like, oh, well, if I'm not going to get ahead, I'll just go back to that job and yeah. it pays me more and maybe I'll get insurance. And it's, uh, it's taken me a couple of years now to be like, okay. Let's try, let's try not to freak out let's let's take a step back because mm-hmm. that's that's when i make that's one of the things that i do a lot is if i overreact to something mm-hmm. and i do something just quickly it ends up biting me in the butt a lot yeah like it ends up causing more work for me in the future mm-hmm. rather than just sitting down and like looking at something objectively yeah and that's that's something i, I really I'm, i've been working on but i still do too much yeah which is tough this what you're telling me right now uh, it, it sounds to me like something that's very fresh on my head right now, on my mind. Um, have you ever read the book, uh, The Alchemist? No. What is that? It's a really good book. It's, a, it's, a, um, it's, a, it's fiction, and it's a story of a guy that had a dream, and he leaves his hometown to, f- to search his treasure. Okay. Along, and, and he needs to, he's like a Spaniard. He's a kid. He's a shepherd, and he has to go to Egypt because he had a dream that there was a treasure in Egypt by the pyramids. Okay. On his journey. Speaking uh, of Passover. <laughs> speaking <laughs> of Passover. <laughs> um, on his journey over there, there's times where he wants to give up his journey and go back to what he was doing. Mm-hmm. So like what you told me, sometimes people want to give up. But And if you give up, like in the story it says, they told him, I think it was a wise man. He's like, you could give it up and just go back to that lifestyle. 
but and then you're gonna regret that you never went for your treasure yeah and what is that treasure in your life you know what is that your personal and it legend. might not be money like that's yeah, that's the part be, that's yeah. fucking with me recently like there's no guarantee that it's gonna be money yeah which is frustrating uh-huh. because that's since I've moved out here and even as a kid that was always my goal was just money yeah and it's there's no guarantee that that's gonna be the prize and that it sounds sort of like that along that same have you seen it's like a picture that you see on Facebook 8,000 times a day it's this dude hammering through rock and there's diamonds and there's this one guy turning away dejected and he's one swing away from the diamonds oh from chipping away yeah. and then and then there's someone else still going for it yeah yeah and honestly what's kept me going is like I, don't, I would never want to be like let's say let's say I go back to editing Mm-hmm. And I'm making more money, but I but I'm I'm working 50 hours a week, and I'm working overnights, and then in three months, podcasts. I don't know. Every podcaster makes a million dollars. Let's just mm-hmm. say for whatever reason, and then that's that's sick. I, if I just waited six months, then I would have gotten that, and or and then our maybe the podcast would go to number one. Whatever, mm-hmm. whatever is going to be the end result, and I guess it's I guess that's sort of fear. Mm-hmm. Should we? Is that okay? Can you? Oh, hear that's that? okay. He's just putting it in there. Okay. Passover, um, and that's honestly something that I think about a little bit too. Even though you don't want to quit, Passover. At a, a little close. Passover. <laughs> Even though you don't want to quit, at a certain point, uh-huh. you can't you can't hold on to something for too long either. Yeah. And it's really hard to know when that point is. Yeah. And it's tough. Like, I've almost been thinking about going to therapy recently. Yeah. Because, like, my mom wanted me to go right after my parents got divorced, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to go. But I need, like, it, I'm, I've been kind of looking for someone impartial to talk to about. Just just to talk to, like, hey, this is what's going on in my life. What do you think about these next few moves? Because, yeah, like, even though Joey would be great for that. Mm-hmm. You don't really want to talk to your boss like, hey, what do you think about me leaving? It's like, what do you like? You don't, you can't say that or, or mm-hmm. hey, I'm not, I'm unhappy with the way this is going. Yeah. Or even if it's not about the podcast, I think it'd be good to have someone to just bounce ideas off of. Yeah. And it's, it's hard, especially when you don't have, like I said, an introvert, I don't have a ton of close friends yeah. so I have a couple people but it's even gone down since I've been out here because mm-hmm. all my close friends were back east and they're, they're married and mm-hmm. and they went to different colleges so we we moved we grew apart yeah and I feel like that's a lot of people it doesn't even have to be our age it could just yeah. be people who are still following their dreams they need someone to bounce ideas off of yeah. they, they need it's it's really valuable and yeah I, I feel like a lot of people don't have it and I, I guess it would be hard to ask around hey who what therapist you see or like because some people look down upon that right and some yeah. people would be like what's wrong with you <laughs> you know like and i don't even know if therapist is the right word uh-huh. i mean me i mean i guess counselor therapist uh-huh. i wouldn't mind asking someone that but it's uh, i thought you, what i thought you were going to say was it's hard to find someone to get that comfortable with and that too and because like you can't just start confiding the trust, people. and right? then yeah. especially for you more so even than me so l- let's say you had an issue with a comedy club uh-huh. 
and you thought you were friends with this a comedian and you and you vented and you're not even that mad but you just sometimes people need to vent yeah for me i'd be paranoid that that yeah. comedian is good then gonna go yes. talk to the club yes gonna go bad mouth me to so mm-hmm. and that's most of my friends have always been where i worked yeah so when they're where you're working you can't necessarily trust that they're not gonna that that information isn't gonna get out yeah so i think it's gonna be good i think it'd be good to have someone totally impartial yeah and who legally can't tell you can't tell people what you yeah yeah no i know what you mean now also yeah not, not necessarily a therapist but somebody that you uh, a confidant or somebody it could be a therapist could, i have a lot, I, a lot I got a lot of shit going on who knows <laughs> <laughs> i need a lot of help but you know what's cool though lee is that you don't just confide in any, anybody because then you have those people that tell their problems to everybody oh it's yeah it's so fucking annoying dude and then they tell you not to tell anybody and then the other person comes up to you and they're like hey did so-and-so tell you this i thought he told me not to tell nobody yeah. <laughs> i was keeping a secret yeah and now yeah. everyone and now everyone's and that's the problem i've pretty much abandoned facebook and i'm trying to get back on because it's it is part of what i do yeah but facebook kind of bums me out in yeah. a way because it seems like the only people who constantly post to Facebook either have amazing lives that I get jealous of or no. have shitty lives that I just who wants to hear <sighs> all that crappy stuff all I like, think it's oh. just a facade man everybody's it's not that crappy and it's not that good it's not that good I think everybody just puts the happy moments <sighs> well happy moments but then and I, I even like I do get a little jealous but it is it's nice to see people who you, you in theory like doing well uh-huh. but for the bad moments like on the opposite end of the spectrum from the person I want to be mm-hmm. who's who goes into any room and is happy and is always great there's always someone who and I feel bad for them but it just seems like every step they make like they're getting fired or mm-hmm. their girlfriend left them or oh they don't have a house now or their car broke down it's like how can all this shit be happening to one person and I don't know if it's self-inflicted because mm-hmm. you would have to think all that stuff happening is a f- like you want to blame them mm-hmm. but then the, the the more and more people I meet and the older I get I just think some people get a shitty hand sometimes and I don't like it's like that would suck to have that be your life yeah I, like, I've been very lucky I grew up in a very uh, upper class town my parents moved in right before I got super rich and I went to a great school like I'm dating a girl now from Englewood, which is like, uh, if you saw the movie Dope, they filmed it like on her street. Really? I love that movie. Oh, it was, it's a great movie. Mm. But like we were talking and just the, 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 like she, she would have teachers just not show up and they'd be like, they'd be playing N64 in the classroom and they wow, didn't have the really? club. Yeah, they didn't have the club. And, and she was at, she was at like a, a charter school. So uh-huh. a nicer school. Yeah. And like just the, the advantages that I had growing up without even realizing it. Yeah. It's really, it's not that I feel guilty about having them because it's nothing that I did, but it's crazy to think of people who don't have that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there are a lot of people who, who uh, overcome and, and, and do great, but then it, it just makes me sad sometimes for like, if you want to work at like a minimum wage job your whole life, that's fine. Mm-hmm. That's great. And if you're happy, that's awesome. 
but it just sucks that a lot of people maybe feel like they don't have any other options yeah or even or like college is so expensive now that they don't want to go through that like hey i'll just work yeah. like why am i going to go to college and spend fifty thousand over four years when i could be making thirty thousand a year now or twenty thousand yeah. a year now and like i'm i'm Joey never asked me about my college degree, so mm-hmm. I, I ended up not needing it for right now. But I can't imagine trying to find a job now without yeah. it. And it's something that I've been noticing a lot. Like those, those early jobs that I had, movie theater, CVS, mm-hmm. were always kids my age, 16, f- 17, 15, something like that. And the more and more every store I go into has like an adult like working at those jobs. Mm-hmm. And it it make a it makes me feel weird like to to like be buying like shampoo from like a fifty year old guy or something like that, and then it also it makes me sad that kids won't have those jobs anymore. Yeah. So then they're gonna they're not gonna have that experience that I had. Mm-hmm. Like I I I've, I've worked nonstop since I was fourteen. Me too. <laughs> I have I yeah. I think the longest vacation from work I've had seven months. Wow. Okay. Since fourteen. Yeah, and it's it was great. Those are still some of my best friends, and I bought my first car. Mm-hmm. Like I grew up in a town that kids were getting BMWs. And where was where was this at? It's in Sudbury. It's uh, Sudbury, Massachusetts. It's right outside of Framingham. It's about like forty five uh-huh. minutes outside of Boston. Um, and people were like getting BMWs. I remember yeah. this one kid had an Escalade. And I was rolling up to school. Mommy then, and daddy gave it to me. Oh, <laughs> and it used to bum me out. Uh-huh. And I rolled up to school in a 97 Chevy Cavalier that was teal, Rally Sport Edition, mm-hmm. which I don't know what that meant. But, like, it it had power. It had, didn't have power or anything. And when I bought it, the horn didn't work. So I brought it to this auto body shop. And I must have just brought it to the worst one because they installed literally, like, a button on my left side for the horn yeah but what it, it turned out what it was was just a fuse was popped so for the rest of the time i had the car every time i pressed the horn i would hear click 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 because <laughs> they, they like disconnected the horn yeah and like the doors would freeze one time <laughs> one time in the winter i slid through a stop sign yeah i just slid right through it and luckily i grew up in a small town and no one killed me what but do you slid like ice yeah like i just oh, I, I, I hit the brakes and i just oh. hear that's so and scary. And you just slide right yeah. through. And you're like, oh, well, I'm dead now. Yeah. But I I think it really helped me. Like, I think that helped me. Earning your own shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fucking, I, I never got in an accident with it. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember how old I was. I think I might have been 16. And my dad, he he, he put it in my name and his name because then I didn't have any credit. Yeah. He put a, uh, a credit. He gave me a credit card. And he said... You can use it whatever you want, but the t- as soon as you can't pay your like he wasn't paying the bill, as soon as you can't pay your bill, I'm taking it from you. Yeah. So I've had a credit card since I was 16, and oh wow. So I, I have a little bit of a balance on a couple of them now mm-hmm. that I'm paying off, but like I've never, it scares me to think about having yeah. ten maxed out credit cards and and paying thirty yeah. percent interest oh, on yeah. it. It's that's. I, th- I don't think enough kids coming from that area and, and it's sort of the opposite end it's yeah the kids who grow up in Inglewood who don't have shit have yeah. that issue but then I can't there's a lot of kids who I went to school with who just are still living at home yeah working the high school jobs yeah. I'm like 
you like you didn't prepare them at all man um it's the way you bring up kids it, it could really it, it's obvious that it's gonna affect their future man i yeah. i have dude I, I have um a friend that became homeless no and uh when i saw him in the street he's back at his mom's house but when i saw him in the street it broke my heart yeah how could it not you know and it's like because he was sheltered the whole time dude i remember when, when we were kids i'm not gonna get into the story too much because uh, it's a long story but we both pretty much got in trouble with the law okay <laughs> my mom left me i pretty much got arrested in juvie my mom left me in jail to learn my lesson for how long uh, and i'll tell you after the podcast okay, okay, when we okay. go eat okay <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh how long i'll tell you what i did but um f- uh for three nights okay and it was two other friends their moms picked them up the same night yeah of course and here we are in the future now my friend still lives at home and he's sheltered and he was homeless at one point jesus and it's like like my mom always brought me up to earn my own shit like like you said you bought your own car i bought my own car too Mm -hmm. when i was young i remember uh this commercial i don't know if you remember this commercial when uh nintendo 64 came out there was a commercial that a kid was working at I don't know if it was a fast food restaurant and then when he got paid he looks at his check and he's like yes perfect and it was the exact amount oh, really? <laughs> it was $250 and then he, he cashed it and went to buy a Nintendo 64 and I'm like that commercial really sent a good message yeah absolutely it really did because it made me want to like start working I was 13 actually so I started washing uh, my, my neighbor's windows and oh, the, yeah? uh, their car windows. Oh, yeah? You had like, your own little jobs? Yeah, what yeah. else did you do? Uh, I, I would do that. I would wash their windows. And, and then I had the kids in the neighborhood join me. And then I would pay them. <laughs> oh, wow, you did a lot better than I did. Lots, but, you had like, a little racket. You had, like, you, how much would you pay the kids? Uh, like 75 cents a window or so. And then I would keep a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> hey man I would tell my my neighbors uh, And they thought it was cute Because they're like I would be like If you want all five windows Of your cars Or six windows It's this price And this is this price And then I, I went and bought me Armor all I'm like I'll do detail too And shit like that But when I turned 14 I got me a job at McDonald's And Okay That's Ever since then I've been working You know I'll, I'll tell you Because I have a couple Of, this, of similar stories Yeah tell How me. is McDonald's it was cool. Do you, do you ever eat there anymore? Or is it is it totally just disgusting? I still eat there. I, I eat there on the way over here, but I, uh, you know, I, it's not disgusting to me. I uh, love I love fast food. I, I love fast food. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, I I will choose the Whopper over Big Mac any day. Whoa! I think Burger King is the worst. <laughs> I think Burger King is the lowest of the low for fast really? food. Really? What do you like more about it? Well, just the Whopper. I, okay. I would say the Whopper is what. Dude, I showed up when I was fourteen, on my way to work. In my un- McDonald's uniform, I went inside Burger King and got me a Whopper, and, ev- and everybody thought it was so cool that a McDonald's employee. You know, you could have gotten fired on yeah. your first day. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> thank God there weren't camera phones. Like, yeah, thank God there was no camera phones. This is before the Cricket uh, or the little Nokia snake phone. Oh, I used to. I had that phone. Yeah. Wow. So, so I you went in with your McDonald's with my uniform, McDonald's hat. I got and I sat down and ate my Whopper, and then walked another block. To Why McDonald's. didn't you just get a job at Burger King? Uh, I guess the job was too easy to get uh, at McDonald's. They just offered it to me. It was a lady that you didn't even apply. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even apply. Hey, kid, you want you want a job? <laughs> All right, yeah. let me go get this Whopper. Yeah, I'll be yeah. Right back. My sister knew the manager, and I had mentioned to my sister I wanted a job, so they just gave it to me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you hear that? Speaking of McDonald's, there's a new there's a new like Ultra Mac or Super Mac. Really? It's 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 the same Big Mac, but it's like a more meat. It's like a third of a pound. Oh wow. 
Which I don't know how much is in the Big Mac. Yeah, it's really thin. I like the Big Mac. Don't get me wrong, but oh yeah, Big Mac. Too. You don't like the Whopper? You know what? The Whopper's <sighs> great, and don't add cheese. Don't ruin it. Don't. I love cheese. How but can you not get cheese on a burger? That has to be no, cheese. No, it's, it's but when it comes to a Whopper, that's an insult. Okay, all right. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the reason why I'm not a huge fan of Burger King is only because there really weren't anywhere I was growing up. Oh, okay. My my favorite's Wendy's. Wendy's, like still to this day. Yeah. If I get a little stoned and I want to cheat, Wendy's would be the best. When one. I used to smoke. When I was a teenager, Wendy's was my shit. Spicy chicken sandwich all the way. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. I'm having yeah. flashbacks. Yeah. Um, oh, about those little... The little jobs. It's that, funny yeah. that you said that. Yeah. In second grade, I put up a sign at the front of my driveway, and I did weeding. I think I only did, like, two jobs. Yeah. And the, the kids in my class were not stupid, but they... They was I lived right by the school, so they, as soon as I walked in the class, like, are you having a wedding? It's like, no, it's Lee's weeding. I did that, and then, <laughs> and then my first, it wasn't even I don't even know how off how much we did it, but my my dad was always big into technology, mm-hmm. so he he wouldn't wait for like the second version of anything to come out to like get the bugs out of it. So we had like probably one of the first computers with the internet. Oh wow! And. It was my idea that for people who didn't have the internet, that they would call me and tell me what they wanted to search or what they wanted to see, and I would print out pages of the internet for them. Wow, really? And you would charge them? I don't know if I ever did that. That might just be something that I had like a a pipe dream for. What I did, I I did a lot of babysitting. A lot of babysitting? Yeah, that's a. I did that. I was an umpire for Little League, Uh which I'm not that great because I was too short. (laughs) So like, if the pitchers would stand up, I mean, if the catchers would stand up, I'd be like, I don't really know. Just kind of make it up. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I did that. You got paid for that? Oh yeah, twenty. That was a great gig. Twenty bucks a game. Oh wow! When I was in. Yeah, I was either in early high school or late middle school because my mom still had to drive me. Yeah. <laughs> like, my mom would sit there and watch yeah. as, like, a spectator as me being an ump. But, yeah, that was a that was a great... I, I loved all those jobs. That... I worked at CVS for a couple of years and then the movie theater off and on. And I had a couple... Like, honestly, mm. serving jobs, especially out here, <laughs> I think are great. Because when I was a server in Mass... They paid you two sixty three an hour, yeah. and then based off your tips, that would always be like your checks would just be voided out. Yeah, out here in California, they get like ten bucks an hour and then tips. And out here, I heard you don't keep your tips; like you share them, right? Well, you share you share them at most restaurants. Oh, really? Like you have to you have to tip out the bartenders and the the bar backs. Oh, yeah, the you always runners. do that. But um, I heard that I guess it's really big out here now, where everybody has to put the tips together oh fuck that i used to hate that uh, yeah right pooling. fuck you pooling, yes and that sucks because then you have people that are shitty shitty service yeah and what what if you have an, a table of 18 yeah and you're getting steaks and opening wine bottles yeah. and this other guy had two tables and he was selling cheeseburgers all night yeah. and you have to give him and you have to split with no that's yeah you got this guy with me. great personality i used to hate tipping like, out i used to hate like tipping the, out like, yeah. like the food runners and stuff i used to bum me out if they're like i if, if they were doing their job yeah. yeah but then it always it would always stink when like you'd ask a food runner to do something yeah. they wouldn't do it and then and then they're still coming around at the end of the night looking for yeah. their whatever it is 10 yeah. percent yeah you have to tip everybody out um just like right now i don't know if that's what they do here at this coffee shop but i asked for water yeah and i don't know if you noticed but the the girl i'm like excuse me ma'am i, I said it really nicely yeah kindly. she she turns around she's like what <laughs> 
<laughs> like fuck <laughs> it's like shitty service never mind oh yeah, yeah. Oh. is there some shitty service out here <laughs> yeah everyone always says that people are a lot nicer out here yeah. i don't see it yeah i feel like they might they might be a little bit less gruff but like i love mm. east coast servers who just they might not be the friendliest but like they're good at their job and they'll get you everything and then if you keep going like I love places where if you keep going, they start knowing you. Yeah, yes. That's, that the only the only time that that's not true is when I was working nights and the drive-through people started to recognize me. <laughs> like when I was getting really like like it was a big like I've lived in the same I don't know five mile radius the entire time I've been out here. Mm-hmm. Let's say I could tell you every fast food place. Like I, I know all of them. <laughs> I know which places are open late. Yeah, and. Like one of the biggest wake up calls was uh, Jack in the Box. Yeah. A lady was like, "Okay, I'll see you. Ne- I'll see you tomorrow." <laughs> I was like, oh no, <laughs> that can't happen. <laughs> like that was one of the scariest things for me. Was then, like they start no. Like, did you at McDonald's? You must have seen that. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, I had regulars. I had this guy that would ask for um, cheeseburgers with no cheese, or he would ask for burgers with nothing just the patties and it was for his dog okay yeah and he was a regular every day he would show up that two, poor dog two three patties two three patties and then his his dog was in a passenger seat and he would just feed him in the mouth you okay know? yeah we had our regulars i remember that yeah i was a food server as well okay for a while and well, we had i remember my regulars as a food server I like being a server. The only thing, what kind of restaurant was it at? It was a, it was a coffee shop. Okay. So it was open twenty four hours. Oh no. Yeah. I was lucky enough when I was a server to is a seafood place, so it was kind oh. of expensive. Oh yeah, that made some good money. So then. you make good money. Yeah. Like it's, I always, my heart goes out to like the Denny servers. Yeah. Or a coffee shop, any yeah. of that, because if you're killing yourself with like ten tables. Yeah. And what breakfast is. At most twenty bucks for two yeah, people, yeah. three people. So you're making four bucks yeah. on a table. That seems crazy. That's why I like those those new. There's some places where they give you a receipt. Your your when they bring your check on the bottom, it says the percentage. Yeah, yeah. To tip, you know, and it tells you this is fifteen, this is ten, this is twenty. I like that. Oh, I love I like that. But then, did you ever run into an issue with someone who, not not that they were a like a mean person and a bad tipper but like they were from a different country and didn't know about tipping yes oh it was so yeah, like yeah, it yeah. bummed me out i yeah. had i had two european people and they just yeah they don't tip out there they yeah. just don't they don't yeah. tip and they don't i don't know if they didn't know or who knows maybe they did know and they just they thought because we figured they don't know they can get away with it yeah but that's a terrible feeling i always feel bad when you see that stuff on yeah. social media it's yeah. like someone getting like a one dollar tip on oh, like yeah. a hundred dollars or something I'm like, yeah what are you doing yeah you know what though because you i actually noticed that i would never have done it you tip today at the coffee shop even not even like a server and you i tip felt like the I, counter person i felt bad i felt bad giving 15 percent too i was like i was gonna do the 20 and i'm like but they're just drinks so i i feel yeah, bad oh, i don't even i don't tip for that i yeah the one thing that i i, I feel bad tip if i don't more, tip yeah i feel i feel bad at like restaurants yeah Probably one of my best jobs ever was takeout at that seafood place because mm-hmm. I think I got paid like something like ten or eleven bucks an hour, yeah. which was great for me in high school. But then they, then I got tips. Yeah. So, getting tipped like I would, I, would, I never had to take money out. I always had money. Yes. Hundreds of oh, that was it always was nice. Awesome. Being a food, so you didn't have to wait for your paycheck. No, 
You had money every day, bro. Money every day. Yeah. Oh my god. Did you ever? I'm trying to think. Like, do you ever not tip now? I've had a couple situations. Even in bad service, my wife will be like, "No, let's not tip." And but at the end, they always win my heart back. Like, yeah, oh yeah. The, they put a little smiley face on the thing. I'm like, "Oh, okay. I'll leave. I'll leave a bad tip." Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't think I've ever not tipped. Yeah. But like for me. Like you just said, I don't think I've. I don't think. I don't think I under fifteen percent. I don't think I've done, unless it was like terrible. Yeah, yeah. And it, it just it took me a while to do it. Yeah. Like I was always just minimum twenty percent. What if it's bad service? Have you ever complained about service? If it's bad service and it's like you're like let's say Paula's food is out. Yeah. And then you're like she's eating now. Like what the fuck? What about me? I don't know. See, that gives me that get, that gives me the introvert anxiety again. Yeah. I don't Would like. Would you be passive on that? Um, I'm more passive when it comes to me. Uh-huh. If like let's say I was eating and Paula wasn't eating, uh-huh. then I might get mad. Okay, I get more. I've I've gotten better at getting mad at people on the phone now. Oh, like, okay, okay. Like this one dentist I just went to screwed me. Over. Like I have insurance. Yeah. And they, they, they were trying to charge me like 1500 bucks. No, yeah, 1500 bucks for like a root canal that I'm pretty sure I don't even need. Mm-hmm. And then I went in and- A lot of like, them are scam artists, dude. Oh, they're scam artists and they're like, okay, you have so many you have this cavities on your top and on your bottom, on your mm-hmm. left, and we're going to do all of it. So I was like, okay. And then as soon as I got I was like, okay, well, we didn't do the bottom, so you have to come back for that. And- even though you have insurance and it says it's 20 bucks a tooth, mm-hmm. they were so bad that we had to do this and we had to put sensitizers in and, oh yeah, your, your insurance doesn't cover sensitizers. So oh, yeah. now these three cavities, which should have been 60 bucks is now 500. Yeah. Like, mother. F- yeah. So yeah. like in the past I would have just done it, but now like I went and I found a new dentist mm-hmm. and then I like, I feel bad. But it's not, at a certain point you have to tell like you have, like I'll tell these people like, Hey man, I know this isn't your fault. But your company's garbage. Like I told that to my insurance company. Yeah. Because my insurance company, they they fucked me over recently, and I was like, mm-hmm. like I don't. I used to just put up with it. Yeah. And. But you took a stand this time. You're like, fuck that. I'm getting. And, like, but this is my not, fucking mouth. Nothing even ever happens, which is sort of the frustrating part about it. Like mm-hmm. my parents, I think one of the main reasons why I didn't do that mm-hmm. is my parents were big into. I, I get it Like if they're unhappy With the service They're gonna tell you mm-hmm. But like they'll yell Not they'll so much yell. anymore Like at a restaurant Oh yeah My yeah. dad I remember once We went to the new sushi place In town uh-huh. And my dad was upset Because someone who came in After us Got seated before us And he just He went crazy I can't see your dad yelling man He's always so calm On he's the podcast very, He's <laughs> changed a lot He's changed a lot A lot Over the last few years um, So that always not not that they were mean but they like they didn't care about that sort of stuff they and my mom has stopped a lot recently too but because of that as a kid if it not scarred me but it made me not want to do that like okay i'll never do that but and it it bugs me at even more at places where i used to work so there was a rule at cvs if there were more than three people in line you had to call backup more registers so now, like, I won't go to certain CVSs because I know that they're terrible. Mm-hmm. And you'll spend 40 minutes in line. Yep. There's an yeah. electronic store out here called Fry's. Yeah. And I don't know if it's the ones I go to, but they never have anything. Like, they never have 
what they're supposed to have and then no one ever helps you fuck them man so fuck the one in vegas too by the way yeah fuck so <laughs> it's a it's it's not a little it is passive aggressive yeah. but like i went yesterday to get a, a cord and i couldn't tell if it was the right one so i i just straight up opened the box i like tore the box open like, <laughs> and it, it wasn't the right one yeah and I would have never done that in the past. I would have went and found somebody and like, yeah. hey, is this right? And I'm like, I'm not fucking, I'm not going to try to find anybody in this godforsaken place. So I just ripped the box. Yeah. Up. I was like, like, I I do like that. If I feel like, if I feel like someone's fucking with me yeah, and like doing stuff like that, I'll be a little bit, and maybe I shouldn't, maybe, maybe this is kind of therapy. Maybe I should, maybe this is passive aggressive <laughs> and I shouldn't, I'm putting negative energy in the world, but like. I like I like knocking stuff over on shelves a little bit. I'll get a little. I'll, I'll get, if, I, if I get pissed a little bit, I'll be like, oh, "Fuck you, you son of a bitch." Yeah. <laughs> and it, makes, it makes me feel a little bit better in the, in the time. Like, uh, you know what's fun? What? Go to the toilet paper aisle. Okay. And karate chop it. Karate <laughs> chop the, the 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 wrapping. Yeah. Like, let's say you have uh, the toilet paper, like Scott toilet paper or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You karate chop with the tip of your fingers. You go slice it. Awesome. And it, it feels so fucking good. It feels like you're you're a badass. Just walk and start slicing everything, and you'll but leave they, these slices. But then when people pick it up, like, oh, the toilet paper is gonna no, fall. No, it'll still be intact. Oh, it'll okay. still be intact. I, I do it in front of my wife all the time. She's like, "Come on, babe." And I'm like, in my heelys, I'm all sliding through, and I'm like, psh, 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 psh. <laughs> "Are those heelys?" No, these I didn't bring them this time. Oh, if I had heelys, I would never stop wearing them. <laughs> they're so those cool. Are like the original hoverboard. Yeah, yeah, they're really cool, man. I love fucking heelys. I feel like I'd fall. Do you have good balance? Oh yeah, I'm good. I only fell once in Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> How did you fall? <laughs> Me and Lizzie got in a fight, and uh, she was with her brother and her family. And this was like five, seven years ago. I, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go take a walk, and I, and I left. And sometimes when I would you leave, you reeled away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't want her to catch me. Like sometimes she'd be like, no, babe, come back or something. And I start running. And I'm looking behind me, and I go outside of the park, Disneyland, and I'm by. The, have you been there? No. Downtown Disney. No. I've been to downtown Disney. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I, I'm I'm running towards downtown Disney, and I and I I'm like fuck, it, I'm gonna glide, and I start gliding, and I was going too fast. <laughs> see, you it, picked up too much speed. Too much speed, and see the thing is with Heelys, when you put your foot down, that's the brakes. Oh, uh, my foot went down, and I just fucking rolled, and I scraped my 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 knees, my hands. Was her entire family watching you? No, thank oh, God. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been the end of it. Oh my God, but. I, Dude, it was one of those where have you ever hurt yourself really hard, like elbow? Or you almost feel like crying. Oh yeah, like a kid. I I hit so hard with the ground, but I rolled, so I got back up immediately. And then still wheeling. Still no, still. no. <laughs> at this been, point, that would have been the best. I, I did like a ninja roll, and now I'm running, and I almost I'm almost crying, and I'm looking around, making sure nobody saw me. Oh, it was embarrassing, and uh, yeah. You're lucky. I almost. Yeah. I. W- the first time I met Paula's brother, or one of the first times, it might not have been the first. Yeah, I was over there for Thanksgiving, and uh-huh. he's a he's an uh, intimidating guy. He's big. He's a he has a lot of tattoos. Yeah, and I want to have a I want to have a make a good impression. And her cousin knocks over a water bottle, so I lean over to go pick it up, and I'm heavy, and the chair just starts tipping, and I, I start falling over. <laughs> I almost sure like. <coughs> Like Paul, like they had to catch me from falling over, and I scraped up the wall. Like no. I got a mark. I had to go and get like oh, a, a magic. Oh god, you almost I almost broke my you know, fucking almost zoom. Did this one. Um, 
I had to go and get like a magic eraser. Like I felt so bad about it. Oh my god! Uh, you like, scraped the wall and everything I, with I, the I chair. The wall. I feel like did I break a chair? No. <laughs> I feel like I've done a couple things at their house that yeah. they just make fun of me for. <laughs> I oh, no, I think I did. Like yeah. I did. They had they had not not cheap, but they had like chairs that you put together from like a Target or something or yeah. IKEA. Uh huh. And I think I leaned again and like something snapped. <laughs> so, so they went out and got like a metal a metal like chair set that was like a, to make fun of me. Yeah. Joey used to have on his balcony. He used to have like the plastic those white plastic chairs. Yeah. And I used to be like I'm still fat or chubby, but I used to be well, 315. Yeah, you lost a lot of weight. And so when I would like, especially when I first started hanging out with him, yeah, I would never sit in them. And if I would, the Are I would the never plastic be, lawn ones. Yeah, oh, okay. I would never be comfortable because they they always start wiggling. I hate those. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. The worst is like that's. Thank God I never like legit broke a chair. <laughs> that would have been. I don't think I, I would. I would have to. Just, <laughs> I would have to move. That would be terrible. Yeah. It, were you were you uh, heavier when you were a server? Uh, no, that's when I was. That's right before I got married. So I was like around two fifteen. I'm six uh, foot tall. So I've always, yeah. I was always. So I would always be sweating. Yeah, it was not a good. I look. always sweat because uh, I run on the hot. I'm, like I told you, I, I like to be cold. Okay. Yeah. Oh, me too. Yeah. How? What does? Uh, what does Lissy do about like AC in the house? Well, when when it comes to AC in the house, uh, I'm like, you know what? I could bring you one of those throw throw what do you call throw Blankets? yeah throw back or throw away or you put them on the couch they're like those nice snuggly yeah throw I'm like, blankets, I yeah I, I could bring you that and let me be comfortable yeah because i'm miserable now if it's hot and what am i gonna do yeah i'm sweating here like a pig like i don't it's changed since i've lost weight like i used to have my ac at like 69 it does help losing weight right and now yeah now now i'm at like 72 73 at uh-huh. night but paul used to have a joke that because I, I, I took her back to boston once mm-hmm and when I was big, so I'd always have the AC on. And she's like, okay, I'm just in training for Boston. Because it's like <laughs> 60 degrees in your house. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's freezing. Yeah. It's... it's. I, uh, I like the winter more. Do you like the winter? Or what do you prefer? I don't like snow. I don't like snow at all. That's Fuck why snow. I moved from Reno. Reno has snow? Yes. Fuck snow. Oh, okay. Lizzie f- uh, ended up with the car in the ditch twice by her house. Oh, no. Because sliding and... Her oh, mom, yeah. and her mom, her and her mom got in an accident once, also because somebody ran a red light and they slid into them. Oh no! So I was like, I'm done with snow. People don't know how to. They never learn. You yeah. know who are the worst? The people with the good cars, well, like, like the nice fancy cars. Yeah, yeah like the that the Subarus with all wheel drive. Oh, okay. Because they think they could go through anything, and they're the ones you always fucking find in the ditch and shit. Oh, like I love them. that. That makes me. I don't want anyone to get hurt. Yeah. But I like if like. Uh, People go through like a big puddle and yeah. their car gets stuck. Like there was this a couple <laughs> months ago, there was this big rainstorm yeah. in in the valley where I live in in LA. And there was this video of this guy. It wasn't even like a bad puddle, but he just got flustered and had it, like literally like jumped and abandoned his car. <laughs> it, was, it was like the funniest. He jumped off of his car like he had gone onto like the roof and like jumped onto like the sidewalk or something. Like oh my god, it's just so funny to me when people don't know how to handle. I take it's pleasure like place I take, when it's, weather. it's crazy I take pleasure in stuff like that man Is that bad? What do you mean? Like when I see somebody like Fuck up for something really stupid I take pleasure in it But I'm trying not to anymore Like, like thing, you're knocking down this thing I could just see you at Fry's Knocking shit <laughs> over That Fuck them They deserve They deserve what they get 
But like Every once in a while Like Periscope Has a lot of weirdos Like Periscope Has a lot of people Who are kind of crazy Yeah And I used to like Sharing those Like I, I would share oh, yeah? on, on Twitter Just Just Cause it, it's funny Cause like the, Like there's these guys Who are like Oh I don't know why I don't have a girlfriend Or, or like there's like just crazy I don't even know What they're doing But just crazy people Do you do, you do the whole Going through the world And just random finding Oh yeah that's, okay. where, that's where I'm finding oh, okay, cool. Not people that I follow Oh okay, okay. But it's oh, like sorry. Oh no it's okay But it's uh I felt bad about it Yeah like, like I feel bad Like there was this one woman The other day It depends If they're being If they're making an ass Out of themselves Fuck them But there was this one woman Who was like Really happy Like Super excited About these yoga pants You got And she had a whole Periscope about it She's like They're right here And she was showing them yeah. And I wanted to share But I was like She's having fun It's fun for her Yeah I see Okay like, it, It's it's ridiculous <clears throat> But I don't I never want to Come across like a. It's an overused word But I don't want to be a bully I know what you mean At a certain where, where, where do you draw the line For that though man Because I, I've gotten in trouble For doing shit like that Like Like, like Okay like Look, when, when we make fun of somebody, a stranger across the country, somebody you don't know, like let's say we make a meme out of it yeah. and we share it, it's hilarious and that person has no idea, right? Okay, one day I was at a bar and I saw this lady that looked like, uh, uh, fuck, I'm, I can't think of the name, but she looked like a, a male actor. Okay. And um, I took a picture of her and then I made a meme out of, out of it and I put, this is so-and-so. Somehow somebody on my Instagram found it and they say, Hey, that's my aunt. Can you please put that no. down? Yeah. Oh. yeah. And I felt bad. I'm like, I'm like, and then I said, wait, no, I'm not going to put it. I, I put my foot down. I said, I had to draw. I, I don't know. I felt this is somebody that followed me and they took pleasure in other things. But because this time it was somebody they knew. Right. And then I said, this person was out in public and no, I'm not going to take it down. But I did. I legit felt bad because they asked me, "What if that was your mom, or what?" I'm like, "That's true," but she, my mom is in public. It's okay as long as they're not yeah. hurting her. But I don't know. I still feel. I think I. I my own personal not rule, yeah. but what I try is like, if they're being goofy or mm. if they're just like I don't know, if it's like a really fat guy just being fat. Yeah. Every once in a while, I want to take a picture or or something like that. But if they're not, I'm gonna look it up while you're saying it. If they're if they're just doing something that makes them happy, yeah. But they're not being obnoxious, or or they're not really hurting anyone. I try not to do it. Mm-hmm. But like, if someone parks like an asshole, I'm gonna take a picture of that car. Yeah. I don't care about license plates. I don't. If someone, I don't know. If someone's being crazy. <laughs> And, uh-huh. and 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 doing weird stuff then i can make fun of them but if they're just being happy being happy by themselves i don't care i gotta show you this picture this is on my instagram <laughs> just a, this is just an example me and my friends were in our car in vegas and right. we see this old man that looked like java the hut yeah so then i do the side by side dope dope gang or whatever yeah that's not the person that complained to me but doesn't that look pretty good like see that's see and that's where you have to like Cause that guy's never gonna see that. He's never gonna that see that. That guy's eighty years old. Yeah. But that's, and not that I'm, it's not no judgment on yours. Yeah. But that's one like I used to do, but uh-huh. now I'm like, and that guy's just in a car. I don't want to <laughs> fuck with him. <laughs> he's just being, he's just a fat guy in a car. I don't want to have, I don't want to ruin his day. Yeah. Or anything like that. Cause like, I don't know. I was, I don't want to say bullied, even though probably was, but like, I don't know. I would like make, I was teased and stuff like that. So I never want to. 
be the reason someone else is sad. Yeah, I, I've been in trouble, like I said, locally, especially in Reno. Because, and this, the picture I, I'm gonna show you is this lady in Reno. Reno's a small town, dude, so everybody right. knows everybody. Um, but there was this one time where I took a picture of a gay dude, and I came across as gay bashing um, because this guy had. Uh, he had a fucking his hairstyle looked like a. You, had, you ever seen um, the weekend, the singer, the weekend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With his, it was almost like that, but it was a Mexican dude, and it was like a wave, and his hair was all like you could tell it was blow dry. Okay, see, that guy's been crazy. Yes, that, that, that guy's just weird. And his shirt was down to the fucking belly button and everything. So I took a picture of him, and then I put. I had no idea who this was. It was at a club, and I took and I said, "This guy must have an amazing blow dryer." <laughs> you know, I put like blowing capital letters and a bunch of O's. Next thing you know, dude, I got hit up by like 10, 12 different girls on my thread on Facebook saying, "Ricky, Ricky, that's not right." You know, Ricky, and they they took it like I was gay bashing. Oh. You know what I mean? Right. But if it was a guy across the country, I think they would have never cared. No, of course they wouldn't. You know what I mean? No, yeah, and that's, and I think you're right. I think that's where, if a guy is out with that hairdo, <laughs> he wants to be seen. Yeah. So it's it's just, you have to be careful with it, I guess. This guy got so mad. Everybody told him who I was and everything. Really? Uh, yeah, so he tried to inbox me. I blocked him. <laughs> Next thing you know, he created a profile. He had a separate profile as a drag queen as a girl uh, months later I I accepted the, the thing next thing you know he inboxes me again and says you stupid motherfucker who do you think you are? I'm like what let it go bro oh no so I actually apologized to that guy and I and I uh, you know took the picture okay. down I can the one and this uh, there was a girl here it is okay let me look before I tell okay I said she looked like Gary Busey come on that looks like Gary Busey Kind of, yeah, a little bit. I a can see bit, that. Right? I can see that being Gary Busey. Yeah, uh, here I got a bit. Yeah, yeah, especially right there. Look, look how she was making her mouth. She oh, was yeah, <laughs> super drunk. So she was super drunk, but she was by herself, and she was making all these weird faces, and everybody oh, okay. was staring at her. Okay, so yeah, so that's and that's where I think the line comes. If she was just eating at a restaurant, being oh yeah, no, she's crazy. She, oh okay, she's acting weird. She's, she was yeah, really she, drunk. She was it's drunk. actually video. Yeah, she's yeah. drunk and oh, she's dropping food all over herself. Yeah, yeah, fuck, dropped, yeah. yeah. <laughs> fuck her. No, not fuck her, but if you're gonna do if you're gonna do that in public, I feel like that's the point where you can start making not making fun of. Yeah. I got in trouble not really with anybody in general other than her. Uh huh. But before Paula and I. Uh, right when the podcast started, yeah, the only the one and only time I ever hooked up with a girl through the podcast, it was back in Boston, <clears throat> and we we would talk. Cause My I'm man, not, <laughs> and I'm not even, and I'm not even because I, I went home. Uh huh. And I'm like I'm not good at one night stands. Yeah. Um. So like even with her, who was gonna be like a one night stand sort of thing, like we would talk all the time. It was like, it was like we were dating. Like it was stupid. Yeah. But she told me once that she didn't like grape jelly, mm -hmm. which is. No, no big deal. And on the podcast, I brought that up. I was like, "How can someone not like grape jelly?" <laughs> and she got so. I didn't say her name. You didn't say her name. No. I didn't say who. Uh huh. And she's like, "How could you say that? How could you do that? Oh, that blah, yeah. blah blah." I'm like, "What are you talking like?" Yeah, yeah. So like, there's a line. There's definitely a line to cross bullying. Yeah. But then there's definitely another line of being way too sensitive. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You didn't mention her name. No. You know, you, she's the one outing herself. Um, it reminds me of that. 
I don't know if you saw this video a couple years ago, but it was a lady that was texting at a mall and she falls into the fountain. <laughs> no, but I want. I'm gonna find it now. <laughs> okay, so secure. You can't tell who the lady is. It just looks like a woman, and she's texting. And falls into the fountain, <laughs> gets up, looks around, and then she gets out of the fountain and goes on her way. Well, the security guards. <laughs> secu- the security guards released the tape on YouTube. Of course they did. They got fired. But really? then yeah, oh yeah, they got fired. I it guess. went viral. But then the lady comes out on Anderson Cooper's like now she's trying to do a lawsuit and this and that. And she's like, I have been ashamed. I have been shamed. My life is not the same no more. And, and uh, you know, this is bullying. And then Anderson Cooper says, the only reason we know who you are is because you are trying to do a lawsuit. Right. No one knew who you were. No one. You don't. Oh, even, so it wasn't like it wasn't like, oh, this is her. Her face wasn't even exposed. Oh, yeah, it was a cool shitty her. black and white. You see the image of a woman falling into the thing. Perfect. But, you know, she's like, you know, she's and Anderson yeah, on, got her on Anderson Cooper. Yeah. Like, like yeah that's fuck people her. are weird <laughs> i don't know what like and the thing i think about with stuff like that uh-huh. and like the dentist who screwed me over or anybody who who lives their life like that i wonder if they know mm-hmm. like it kind of it weirds me out i'm like do they know that they're being crazy yeah or do they think they're normal yeah i have i don't know yet i kind of i would love to talk to her and be like was that was that a mistake on your part or do you still think that was right yeah yeah well i will dude if if that was you what would you do if you were uh not the lady but okay. just a, a dude that falls into a fountain because you're texting that that could definitely happen <laughs> well, that's definitely in the and realm then, of possibility and then you become a viral video or let's just say you become a meme i always okay. wonder if i'm a meme somewhere what would you be offended honored or feel bullied what would you do man it's tough I think the answer is different Now that I've been podcasting Okay Cause I, I don't read YouTube comments anymore I still get some hate tweets And stuff every now and then yeah. not, not that often But I've just Do you block them? It's uh, Sometimes Okay More often I'll mute That's better So that they don't know yeah, because they could take a screenshot and use it as a fucking trophy. Right. That or oh, I didn't even—I never even thought about that. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want to give them the uh, the benefit of like, oh, mm-hmm. I made them block me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But every once in a while, there'll be one that that is annoying or hurts. Like, so I'm not gonna say that it wouldn't affect me at all if mm-hmm. I had like a really awful meme. And this is not a invitation for. For your listeners to, to, to start making <laughs> terrible memes, because there's a, you can you can make a thousand of them with any image from the podcast. Yeah. Um, but I've become less sensitive. Okay. So, and then it's also just in the way the internet's blown up. Stories go away really quickly. Yeah. So it's going to be a shitty week. Yeah. Depending on what it is, but if you get out of the if you get out of the spotlight, eventually people are going to forget about it. I hope. That's what Ari says all the time. You just got to let shit pass and it's going to go away. Yeah. Stop talking about it and it's going to go away. Like that doctor, I feel bad for that doctor in Miami who, who attacked one? that Uber driver. Oh, yeah. She was hot. She was hot. And you know what? It's I'm not a big alcohol person, mm-hmm. but that's unbelievable to me because who she could be a very sweet girl. Yeah. She could be a very good doctor. Yeah. But she had one bad night. Yeah. One made bad a couple night. bad decisions. 
And she'll probably have to change her name now. Yeah. She'll, and who knows if she'll even be able to be a, like, she just went through medical school. That's yeah. seven years plus four years of college plus doing well in high school. Yeah. And because she had one bad night and the internet, That's she got them. fired. You know what I think she needs to do? I, I think you're onto something. I think she needs to leave the country. Oh, yeah. And go work in Europe with all those degrees. I don't even know. Yeah. I don't even know where you would go. I don't even know if Europe would be the one. That sucks, though, man. Imagine. Yeah. She's, she's, you're that girl that bullied that guy and threw his shit all over the fucking place. Yeah. And, and, yeah, what do you, she, yeah, she definitely will have to at least, at the minimum, change her name. Yeah. Because you have to assume uh, that people are going to Google you now. Yeah. Which for me is now, and that going back to when I was said, oh, every once in a while I look for job postings. There's no point in me doing that. Yeah. No one's going to hire me now with thousands of hours of me being stoned out of my mind on the internet like just like if you google my name it's gonna come up in my i look i look crazy so that's there's no way any normal play like i would have to, i would have to probably change my name i guess yeah. that'd be that's crazy yeah i like the internet but and you, you just said ari the more and more i'm thinking that that getting rid of smartphones might be the way to go I yeah, honestly, I've considered that. And I have, I think I have another year and a half left on this phone. Yeah. Oh, the iPhone. But uh. I honestly, because I, I mean, it sounds old, like now I feel like an old person, but I remember when there weren't cell phones and I, I basically grew up, I missed like the big block one. Yeah. Like I remember my dad having a car phone. So I've grown up and seen the evolution of it. Yeah. And I feel like speaking of that snake nokia phone mm -hmm. i feel like that's the perfect phone that's all you really yeah especially now because a lot of people say oh well i need it for gps i could you could buy a gps unit i yeah. still have one i don't use it anymore because i have a phone yeah but if i had a flip phone or an and an gps i wouldn't need a smartphone it's great yeah but i i waste <clears throat> so much of my day on twitter what if when your contract is over keep your phone as a tablet and only when you're at home with wi-fi use it i'm always home oh. <laughs> i'm always somewhere with wi-fi okay i'm always like oh, okay and that's something i have to get better at so that's okay. i don't know i'll i mean i say that but then in the same breath i love new technology yeah and it's kind of yeah. what i do so i i thought about that yeah. too man with the whole ari ari got rid for the listeners yeah. that might not know uh ari shafir a comedian he got rid of his smartphone and just went to a flip phone right and uh he's been doing that for about a year and a half now or so yeah i think that's the way to go especially especially for for me because i don't have a set schedule yeah so i have to be and i'm still not good at i'm getting better but i'm still not great at it of self-motivating and when there's twitter and facebook and all that stuff all uh -huh. at your fingertips it, it makes it hard for me to focus and, and do work. And then it's uh, it's just, it's tough at dinner with people taking your phone out. Mm -hmm. Like a, right now, I, I yeah. hate having my phone facing up because yeah, I yeah, just yeah. got a text that has nothing to do. Right. It's a group text. Mm -hmm. And that distracted me. Yeah. So I put it in my pocket. <laughs> and I, I've said it before, um, but I honestly think that's one of... Passover. Passover on two wheels. Yeah, that was, um, that was two shots for you guys. <laughs> I my favorite part about podcasting, and this is is something that 
I, I don't think the listeners get to really uh, hear or uh, experience is that it's a, a conversation that you can't have your phone out because you're going to not be a part of it. So it's, it's like forcing you to have a real conversation. Yeah. And it's, it's honestly my favorite part about podcasting. And when I'm listening to a podcast... I like to be driving because if I'm at home listening, I'll be on my phone and I'll miss certain things. Yeah, and that's why. And I know I'm kind of jumping. It's all around the same theory, though. Mm-hmm. I personally am a much bigger fan of comedy CDs than I am of specials mm. because CDs. A lot of the time, people are in the car. Yeah, and they're forced to listen, and there's not distractions, yeah. and they're not looking at at some shot on stage or they're not looking at their phone so i feel i'm not gonna say we've gone too far because i'm not giving up most of the technology and i love it Mm -hmm. but i think it's good to have a couple things that take you away from it yeah and even though we're recording this now so with even more advanced technology so it's not really taken away from but it's it's hard it's hard it's it's so fun and everything's on there and like now, now they have smart kitchens and smart air. Like it's getting to be like yeah, just curtains, uh, fucking lights. And I'd love it. Yeah, I would love to have a smart house and just control everything. But yeah. then like smart locks, smart you know, for lock. your front door. Oh yeah. And that shit is bullshit. I, I agree with Uncle Joey talked about it. He's like that shit could get hacked. Fuck that. Oh yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure it could get hacked. Didn't anything? Didn't Jeep get hacked? A like Jeep? a few a few really? months ago. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure. Jeep? Jeep, like the cars, like uh-huh. they they, ha- they were able to hack in oh, and like stop cars. That's, That's what scares me with the with the self drives. Yeah. Oh, I want it. That's gonna be the terrorist. It's so act cool from the future. There, there's that. They, I haven't even thought about that. That's true. <laughs> but not even hacking. I'm scared of my like my phone today crashed. Like I had to reset it. Yeah. What happens when you're going 80 miles an hour <laughs> and, and your Tesla reboots? <laughs> like, I, I know they must have something built into it that yeah. overrides that, but. Yeah. Like, you got to step on like, the brakes or, yeah. Mm. Yeah, you have to step on the brakes or or something. But what, yeah. ha- like, it's going to, like, there's going to be terrible accidents. And I, they're, they're going to have to create a whole new law around that because for me, the whole yeah. reason I want a self driving car is to sleep. Like I just want to get in the back seat, <laughs> watch a movie. Yeah. But there's like it's it's self driving, but you're still gonna have to be behind the wheel, so yeah. it's not even that great. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you could be texting or something. Or, or what about drinking? Do you think people are gonna be able to drink and drive? You know what they should do before you get in the car? Do a breathalyzer because people are gonna take advantage of that shit. Yeah, and start drinking. Yeah, there's gonna, gonna have, there's gonna be like a whole new law said like there's gonna have to set up new laws for it yeah that is i have never i never thought about that drinking and driving yeah why not yeah when you when you drink just, like me just, hey i can get home <laughs> yeah. take me home yeah see like me i if i have one sip of alcohol i don't drive okay my wife will or uber taxi i don't give a fuck i'm not touching the wheel even if it's one beer dude because uh my job depends of me driving right. i get a dui i'm done so I get very I, I get very paranoid. So oh yeah, no, that's a that's a a good way to be. Yeah, it's yeah. Because I uh, if I get too messed up on a podcast, I'll Uber home. Mm-hmm. But usually I just so I just stay at the office until I sober up. Mm-hmm. But it's it's scary now. People drunk drive like there was a actually I I, I right down the street from where I live yesterday 
I couldn't go grocery shopping because this guy was drunk driving and they tried to pull him over and he shot himself in the head. What? I have no idea why. Like, the, the, I, there hasn't been an update on it. Holy shit. But it's, it's crazy. Like, why would anyone drunk drive now? Especially with Uber. Yeah. That's he was, he was, so he was running away? Yeah, he was running getting away. Chased. It, apparently, it only took like, it was only like a three minute chase. Like, he didn't go, he crashed into a, uh, into a truck. And then when they found him, when they w- went up to the car, he had a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Holy fuck, dude. Yeah. It's a, a scary world. I'm, yeah. so, I'm sorry to bring everybody yeah. down. Pass, pass over just to bring the <laughs> mood <over>. back up. <laughs> On that note, you know what? I wanted to ask you if we could... Are you down to keep podcasting? Because I got a few questions. Sure, yeah. Is yeah. that cool? Yeah, yeah. What, okay. what, what, are we good? On time? Uh, oh, yeah. We're at 145. Uh, but I, yeah. I, oh, yeah, we got I, I got to piss like a motherfucker. Okay. And then I had a, a few questions I, I wanted to hit on. Okay. That's cool. And when we come back, there's going to be no time passing because you're just going to hit pause. So, by the magic of the Zoom, that's true. Zoom H6. Yeah. Right it, now, I'm full of piss. <laughs> and, <we're>, <laughs> <laughs> and in two seconds, he'll be he'll be empty. Yeah. Empty bladder. Do you got to pee? No, no, no. Okay, I'll be right back. Bye. All right, I'm empty. I don't. And have, I'm still full. You're still full. I'm still, I'm still full of pee. I don't have pee. Back. I don't have pee no more. Am I good on Passover? You're good on Passover chair. I think. Right. I think. Yeah, Passover's <laughs> great right now. <laughs> it's been an awesome podcast so far, man. It's been amazing. Uh, and uh, oh, Passover right there. I had a question. I had a few questions, but um, okay. Here's an important one for me, especially since I come from a very hardcore religious Christian background. Okay. Like non-nominational Pentecostal and shit like that. So, which I'm not now. Okay, I'm, so you're I'm, not trying to convert me. No, this no, 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 no. No, this is not a <laughs> fucking. Uh, uh, I'm not trying to witness to you, okay. <laughs> evangelize you. Um, no, I, 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 I'll tell you where I stand now, so you can be open. Okay. I, I, um, and not be worried about what to say or not be, you, you know, like hurt someone's feelings or. Oh something. right, no, yeah. Um. I'm more of uh, right now. Everybody has labels, right? I just I don't know. I'm like what Rogan says. I don't know what I am. I I don't know if there's something out there. I don't know. I'm just like agnostic, maybe. Mm-hmm. I just don't know. Right. So that's where I stand. But I know you're an atheist. Well, right? Or I grew up Jewish. Uh-huh. I'm still I'm still technically Jewish, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and I I had a, my parents always fought about it because uh-huh. my mom. No, she's she's not even super religious, but she liked going on like the important holidays. Yeah, my dad didn't like going, so that always it was always like. Is your dad Jewish as well? Yeah, he's okay. Jewish, but he he didn't like going, so that was fr- like that was hard as a kid because then there'd be fights associated with it. Yeah, and then it's tough being Jewish because all the services are in Hebrew, mm-hmm. or the majority of it. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm, I mean I'm sure that I, I know maybe like. A lot of Catholic masses are in Latin, so it's sort of the same thing. Where maybe uh, anybody? Oh, you speak Latin? Uh, no, that was Hebrew. Oh, <laughs> it's oh, just a really bad oh, accent. Oh, okay. I, uh, I heard it. I need maybe anybody. I love golf or something. What did you, I? I don't really know Hebrew. It's just like, a little. I and Ivrit is Hebrew. Yeah, Ani is I. Yeah, Ivrit is Hebrew. Yeah. So those are the two words I know. And that's, but that's the point. <laughs> As like a young kid in in like Hebrew, as a, like a temple. Uh-huh. It just sounds like a whole bunch of gibberish. Yeah. And you're just like, when is this going to be over? Yes, yeah, yeah. <coughs> so I didn't like it. And I pretty much stopped going after my bar mitzvah. To, uh, How old is, are you on a bar mitzvah? 13. Okay. So I stopped going to like Hebrew school. Like after like once a week or twice a week we'd go uh-huh. after like regular school. 
So I stopped doing that, and then ever since I moved out here, I've stopped going to Temple, just because if I was back east, my mom would not make me, but... So when you moved out here, you still went to Temple? No. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I would only... I would go for the high holidays because I went to I went to college in my hometown basically so it was I couldn't if my mom was like hey let's go I was like I can't be like oh um, I can't go yeah so there was I stopped going I used to say I was uh, an atheist mm-hmm. and in reality I pretty much am I guess if you want to mm-hmm. be real but it's more along the lines of Agnostic just because I can't prove it. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So, which I know a lot of people consider agnostic, like being a little bit of a, a not a scam, but like uh, covering your ass sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. That's why I hate the labels. Yeah. yeah. So it's I'm not religious. I don't really mm-hmm. follow any sort of religion. I'm not keeping kosher for Passover. Right. Um. But I can't prove that there's not a god. I'm pretty sure that there's mm. probably not, but Passover. Passover uh, skater. Oh, double Passover. Ooh. Um <laughs> skaters. <laughs> All right. I don't. Oh, three. Jesus Christ. Oh, four. It's like the oh, Jews five. crossing. It's Jews crossing the, the, the desert six. on the way on the way with Moses. <laughs> the first one was Moses. Jesus we Christ! We had six skaters pass by. That so. means you get, if, you, if you're drinking a sea breeze, you have to down that shit right now. Yeah, but no, whatever you're drinking, yeah. pound it. <laughs> <laughs> it was, if it's hot coffee, go for it. Yeah. So yeah, so that's it's it's not a, it's not as an exciting of an, an answer, but I don't want to. I don't want to say definitely no, just because. Mm-hmm. I'll feel like an asshole if it, yeah. if it, if it no, ends up no. being true. But no, but see, it's not about an exciting answer, and it just is the journey. What got you there? Yeah, I. Uh, so yeah, it's for, I'd say what, for agnostic. What triggered? What triggered you um, deciding not to subscribe to any religion or? I don't a think God? there was a trigger. I think no? it was just like I was saying. I, I was. It was boring. My parents would fight about it. Yeah, and I just never. I also and tell me what you think about it. I was I was brought up reform, which is the most liberal like relaxed version of Judaism. Yeah. And it used to bug me that a on like the high holiday, the most important holidays, like they used to have to sell tickets and it would be packed to the rafters. They would like they'd have to put people out in the lobby with just speakers. Mm-hmm. With just speakers. <laughs> And everyone was there saying Happy New Year and oh it's so great to see you and oh this and that and they're taking it really seriously but where are you the other 51 weeks of the year? Yeah. So you obviously don't really care about it. Mm -hmm. And then it would bug me where okay there's this religion and there's these prayers why is someone breaking out a guitar right now? Mm -hmm. Like why is someone breaking out a and singing a weird song? Fucking cut. Hold on a second. <laughs> the Holy Spirit <laughs> took your cup away, um, but it's yeah. So if I Ugh. if I were to be religious, yeah, I would prefer it be. And by conservative, I don't mean like women can't do anything or anything like that. But if you're gonna do it, do it. Like just don't like I half, agree. like don't half don't, ass it. Yeah. Don't like don't have it be like all goofy and you know what but then again if that's how you relate yeah that's fine but for me i don't like it for me i prefer to be 
what it was. If you're gonna do it, do it to yeah. to uh, full extent and right. not like uh, don't half-ass it, like you said, because it's like having one foot on on one on the cold water and one foot on the. And that's kind hot. of what we're doing with agnostic, being agnostic yeah. a little bit. Yeah. But see, I, I don't really think it's. I don't know. I think agnostic might have gone a bad rap mm-hmm. because in reality, unless you're super religious, unless you fully are like, yeah, God is here. And mm-hmm. like, uh, I, I've been watching a lot of stuff about Prince just cause he's on the news and all that yeah. stuff. RIP. And, and what the, like he was a, uh, Jehovah's witness. Yeah. And one of the, his, I don't know what the right word is, but a pastor or whatever is their leader was talking about, and we think one day when God gets rid of all the other people, yeah. that He's gonna that all the Jehovah's Witnesses are gonna come and be uh, reborn or whatever yeah. the word is, and like full body and full everything. Yeah. And He's like, that's a deep held belief that we have. Mm-hmm. And I, I, even though to me it sounds a little bit, I don't want to say crazy, but it sounds a little bit out there. Yeah. I, I at least respect that they believe it, and mm-hmm. and that. They, they're doing it the way that they feel is supposed to be doing. It. I feel like the only time that that's not good is with like Westboro Baptist, and yeah. when it starts, when you start trying to change the way other people are, mm-hmm. I don't like it. Yeah, and that's see, and that's that's the issue with it. So on one hand, I do like more conservative Jews because I feel like they're actually being Jewish and doing yeah. like doing that sort of stuff. But on the other side of that, like I went, I, I spend a six months in israel mm-hmm. a they're not that nice like they're kind of rude and they're kind of pushy mm-hmm. and then b if like if i told them that i was reformed they wouldn't like like it's not like they wouldn't be nice to me they wouldn't like me mm-hmm. and they're, they're like they're always trying to push like there's a when i went there there was a hostel in jerusalem that was free you got to stay there for totally for free um but they kicked you out at seven in the morning to go to temple to go to services with mm-hmm. them and they like everything every time you talk to them about anything it would be to oh come do this come do that which i'm not a huge fan of like i don't i don't want any i i, w- I wouldn't want anyone pushing anything on me so that's why i try to stay out of it and then who knows what will happen but eventually if paul and i get married or whoever I end up getting married to, uh, if Paula breaks up with me, because <laughs> I'm, because that's let's be honest, that's what's going to happen if if it happens. Um, I think it's important that she not have she have similar beliefs because mm-hmm. I would never want to have something where okay, well we love each other, but you're totally different than I am right. in that in that respect. It could be a strain in a marriage. Yeah, oh, religion, totally. yeah. a huge strain. Mm-hmm. And and then how do you decide how how you want to raise the kids? Yeah. So for me, that's it's almost like my religion is being not anti-religion, but not having one. Right. So I don't even know if I want to say I'm not I'm agnostic. I just yeah. I'm a religious. My or. yes. Well, um, my friend Clemente. What's up, Clemente? What's up, Clemente? He. I think the definition you gave me is the same. The way he feels because. He does a lot of weed and meditating and all this stuff, and he talks about he feels like this energy in the universe and all this stuff. But at oh, the yeah. same time, he says he's an atheist. But he his definition when he told me the word atheist means the a part means mm-hmm. against whatever okay. the right. next word is. Okay, I'm for that then. Yeah. Yeah. So he said, 
my definition of atheist doesn't mean that I don't believe in a God. I'm against the, the thought of having a God. Yeah. I guess kind of like that. Have you heard of, there's a, I don't even know if religion is the right word, but there's a group called Baha'i. Have you heard of that? I don't think so. I don't know a ton about it, but there's, they have a place in Israel called the Baha'i Gardens, and it's one of the most beautiful places you'll ever see. Mm-hmm. They literally have like teams of, of uh, landscapers doing like the most intricate like landscaping and beautiful gardens but their whole system like behind the way it was explained to me a few years ago and then marijuana took its hold so we'll see how much i remember but was like there's no god and there's no i don't know if there's no prayer book but there's definitely no prayer services and people just go in and pray the way they want to oh and how they want to and that to me was what seemed perfect yeah now granted that is could be wrong and it could not be the full truth but if that that something like that is something that i'd be into yeah more into. yeah that's pretty cool man were you was it part of your church where you had to give some of your money to the church 10 percent. yeah oh no but it wasn't obligate okay obli- yeah. that, that that i'm not gonna say it bums me out mm-hmm but the thought of have of being forced mm-hmm. to give ten yeah. percent of whatever you make to anything, yeah, that's that's uh, however that's a really big it's commitment. it's it could be very corrupted, man. But, oh, I'm um, sure. I think there's a, a a valuable lesson learned in that though, where it, it me personally, I don't think you have to give a specific number, okay. But it kind of teaches you the act of giving, I guess. Oh yeah, totally. You know what I mean? Because like. I like to take care of my mom. Okay. Yeah. I take care of her cell phone. I'll send her some money. And it's like, you know that, you know that one of the 10 commandments, uh, honor your father and mother. Yeah. A lot of people think the definition of that was anybody can interpret it. The way I interpret it is the word honor right there in the Hebrew. It, it also relates to when you bring gold to your parents, bring, uh, whether it's well, gold money, right. Yeah. right. In our terms, um, which means take care of your parents when yeah. they're older and shit like that. Totally. I, so you know what I mean? That's one of those things I feel worst about. Yeah. Is my mom. Like, my dad can take care of himself. He's yeah. And so can my mom. Yeah. Like, that's... Passover. Uh, even, probably even more than my... Not even... I don't want to say more, but just as much as my dad can take care of herself. But, mm. like, she still lives in Boston, for example. And my brother doesn't live at home. So mm. she's, like, shoveling out her car by herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I hear that, I'm like, she, she's like... Yeah. I don't want to say her age because if she ever listens to this, she'll get mad at me. <laughs> but I'm 27, so you can imagine around what age she is. Yeah. I don't want her shoveling something out by yeah. herself. Yeah. I don't want her carrying waters in it. Like, I feel bad sometimes being out here. Yeah. And I'm not at a place yet where I can help her out. Yeah, yeah. But I'd like to be. Like, eventually, that'd be great. That's where your heart is, though, to see that desire of you wanting to do that. That's cool. That's awesome. Because, yeah. see, here's my problem with some religious people. They give their money 10%. Uh, to the church To the leader And God knows What the fuck They're doing with the money Right And they're forsaking Their parents You know what I mean They don't even Give yeah. a fuck I have Look I have I have family members That are super religious And leaders of the church Of their Christian church mm-hmm. They don't give a shit About my mom My fuck. brothers and sisters Fuck it I'll say it <laughs> My brothers and sisters I'm the only one That helps her And I'm the one That's not religious Yeah You know And I, I take pride in it Fuck it But you know 
I guess that and to go back I think that's something I learned and I, I have a lot of values from church which is which I think I appreciate right yeah of course and uh giving the act of giving or tipping you know like t- to me like it's very important however I refuse to give to the homeless why is that uh it pisses me off when I'm asked if it's born out of my heart, mm-hmm. which has happened several times in Vegas. Right. If I'm if I'm going through a drive-through and I need a or I'll buy food and I'll just like if I feel it in my heart, you know, like if I have a desire. But mm-hmm. when they come up to me, it's like, come on, man, dude. You know, I don't know. I have another guy that's gonna ask me down yeah. the street. Yeah, th- it's tough, especially when you live in a big city. Yeah. Because like in Boston. There's famous homeless people. Like, there's this one guy who would walk around uh, Everybody downtown. Anybody got any spare? Like, he's yelling it in that mm, voice all mm, day. Mm. There's this guy on a bike who goes around. Uh, I don't even know if he even asks for money. He's just a, he's on a bike with a little horn. Yeah. But it depends. I had a weird experience as a little kid. Uh-huh. I was out in Boston, and I saw these homeless people. And I was really young, and I, I grew up, like I said, I grew up in a town. I didn't really experience that. So I wanted to give them money, and I, I feel I still feel terrible. But I rolled, I not rolled. I like tossed a quarter, not like at him. He was like oh far away. Yeah. So I like tossed him. It rolled to him. I don't remember if he picked it up, but I still feel bad about that. That one still get like I was like probably like six. You just threw a quarter at him. Not not, not overhand. I didn't like hit him. In, I didn't like hit him in the face. Was there under the underhand or? Oh yeah, like oh, when okay. I was a little kid, I like tossed oh. it. Like it, like I remember it like rolling on its side to. See, him. That's cool. But you were a kid. How many kids think of doing that shit? You know. Oh, my, well, yeah. yeah, I don't know who. I'm not gonna say I'm a great kid for. I don't remember. That's cool I'm, I'm, though, man. She probably did some shit. He said, "I." Yeah, uh, that's pretty. Cool. I don't give as much anymore. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I will. I I'm more likely to give if they don't ask. <laughs> okay. It, it, yes, if they don't ask, and if they're working for it too, because from the age 13. Mm-hmm. I worked for my shit. You know what I mean? Right. I know a lot of it has to do with mental illness. Right. But do something. Perform. Like that video you showed me before the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> you showed me this video that Rogan posted on his Twitter today of a, a guy in Hollywood jerking off. Like full out. Like not even like under his... He just had his pants Dude, around his knees. I would give that guy $20. See, here's the thing. <laughs> I'm totally... If they don't ask, but if they have like a funny sign... Yes. Like yes, there's this guy in New York sign. who's like, uh-huh. I need money for ninja training or like that, something like that. I'm yes. like, oh, cool. Why lie? Absolutely. I'm gonna get beer or something like that. Yeah, that makes me laugh. If if you could, the only one I haven't done, and I don't even know if he's homeless, is I seen him a couple times on the Vegas Strip. Like I'll let you kick me in the balls yeah. for like, I'm like what? <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're I have homeless. A joke for about asking, that, bro. Oh my god. I have a joke about that. I do sometimes. Oh. Where I'm like, this kid had aspirations as a when he was a kid. Like one day I'll be president. Right. Like fa- fast forward 20 years later, this guy's the guy. Hey, you could kick me in the balls oh. for 20 dollars. <laughs> for 20 bucks, just yeah. oh no. So like that sort of stuff. And that, a lot of people yeah. just giving money. By the way. Really? Yeah, I've seen. <laughs> I, I I like to. <laughs> I like to people watch. What? I'm gonna kick him in the ball now. <laughs> Fuck that! I'm gonna pay for it. If he's just getting money, then he deserves. I, I seen a guy like with a margarita be like, "Hey, bro, that shit was funny," and he just walks away. Doesn't even kick him. Just gives him twenty bucks. <laughs> How cool is that? That's pretty cool. I don't. Yeah. I would love to know if it's mostly guys or mostly girls kicking him. Probably girls. Yeah, I I think. Oof. Yeah, I know, huh? I don't think guys could. I don't think guys. Have you seen him get kicked though? No, I can't stand it. I can't watch it. Oh, it gives me anxiety. Oh, you've seen it? Yeah, oh. I've seen it a few times. What happens? 
he just he, doubles he, over yeah he like he it's funny because he's a good performer <laughs> he jumps up with both feet when he gets kicked okay i guess to try it, to look. it might help yeah with the with the when, the when the hit strikes and then he just hunches over for a while and everybody's just watching laughing he, he always has a buddy with him or some crew and uh he must not want kids That's yeah and everybody's always recording it Woo. it's all over youtube speaking of that a little happier have you seen the guy in san francisco who scares people on the street the bushman yes yeah he died no yeah yeah there's copycats now but he oh died God, I'm, I'm bringing the whole punch every story <laughs> <laughs> did, he get, did he die by getting kicked on the balls what happened oh no yeah <laughs> that guy was hysterical mm -hmm. if you haven't seen videos go on youtube that yeah. guy makes me laugh yeah the bushman he, i like i experienced it he like was like, great. Rrr, rrr. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he even asked for money. No, no, did, people did, just give him money. Oh, did people give? Oh, oh really? yeah, he had he had his cup, but he didn't ask. He was a cool dude, man. I thought he was just doing it for fun. <laughs> like yeah. He was just like I think so. I think, I think I think I think it was one of those things like comedy became something you did for fun and eventually get paid for. <laughs> <laughs> Ten thousand hours of scaring people on the street. <laughs> Ten thousand. That's wow. That's sad. R.I.P. Bush, man. Uh, yeah, man. Well, Sad. Do, you, do you have any more questions? You want <laughs> yeah, to? my last question. Sure. Uh, to wrap this up. Okay. I think uh, there's some audience members that would like to know because I'm dying to know. I just didn't want to. When the conversation's flowing, I don't want to like stop it. Okay. You know. You said you sent a message to Joey. Right. And that message changed everything. Right. What was that message? If you don't mind sharing. Um. I said I want to work for a comedian, but I don't want to come off as creepy. Do you have any advice? Oh. And he said He wrote me back He said I, I don't think And for anyone who's emailed Joey You probably get the same He won't directly respond To what you say So when that <laughs> I mean I don't know about all the time uh -huh. But in my experience He he was like What's your idea Like what do you want to do And mm. I looked at it I posted I wrote a blog about it um, I said something along the lines of CDs and shooting your own specials And And uh YouTube videos I don't even think Because he had the podcast I don't think I said anything About a podcast But I was just like Hey I want to do these videos And with the internet You have all this available to you now And Then we He's like Okay let's meet And I'm about being starstruck Like the first time we met Was at a, a comedy club Around here In the valley And As he was walking up to me I was like yeah. <laughs> Like I just saw him I was like Oh no like, yeah. It was scary And then for like the first month or two we would get together like once a week at that comedy club and just sort of sit outside and talk mm -hmm. not even really ever about stuff that we wanted to do yeah. maybe a little bit but mostly just talking and then he invited me over his house and I showed him how to post a, pic a picture on Twitter and he called me an unadulterated genius <laughs> <laughs> for posting a picture on Twitter but not even on the phone on his computer and and went from there And then we did Matt Flavors World Which uh -huh. I don't know if you remember It was just a YouTube videos Yeah And that was when I was w Working in TV And it saved me Like I've told this story I, I was literally I had applied to Pizza Hut Domino's And Best Buy Didn't get anything mm -hmm. And the day that I met Joey I had an interview for uh, Political Telemarketing Like Trying to fundraise for people mm -hmm. And He When we started doing the videos He gave me a hundred bucks a week mm -hmm. Cash and it saved me to, mm -hmm. to do those videos. It saved me. And uh, yeah, and then we just started doing, then we did a documentary. We did a CD. And then uh, I think in end of 2012, beginning of 2000, 
This is all it, it before either, the podcast. Yeah, it was either end of 2012 or end of 2013 that we started the church. I'm blanking. Where it, uh, I think it's 12. Wow, was it really? That's when I moved to Vegas and, I, and then the church started. Yeah, I think. I want to say. It was I'm September. Sure. I'm forgetting it was 2000. Holy shit. That's, that sure. means this is four years then in September. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. I'm pretty sure it was 12. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I had no. That's time flies. Yeah. And, and how yeah. many episodes deep are you guys in? 375. Holy fuck. But we also did about 10 to 15 live ones. Okay. So close to 400. You didn't count those as numbers? No. Okay. I don't know why. It just seemed like I shouldn't. It just seemed like okay. it's something different, so you want to number it differently. I don't know why. Okay. Yeah. I, and that's that's the weird thing of a podcast. I'm just you're just making it all up. There's no reason for me to do that. I was just yeah. like, yeah, let's 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 number the live ones. Yeah. There's no rules. Yeah. yeah. It's, all, it's all different. Well, that's cool, man. Uh, that's that's an amazing story. And uh, yeah, it's uh, changed my life. And it's uh, it's weird. Like speaking about only having a couple friends. My best friend right now is a 50 something year old cuban guy <laughs> who went to jail <laughs> and now like honestly like we talk six four five times a day yeah M- more more so when he's in town now he's he's uh out on the road uh he's so on the road right now only a couple times a day oh yeah but yeah that's it's uh what's uncle joey doing right now he's in indy he's in he's in indy. crackers so oh, okay. anyone listening to this if you saw him in crackers mm-hmm Thank you for going and uh, yeah. So that's uh, he's in Crackers this week. I don't know. Well, this isn't coming up for a few weeks. Yeah, so uh, probably a week or so. <laughs> so be I don't know where he's gonna be after this. Yeah. Well, they could always go to JoeyDiaz.net. Uh, JoeyDiaz.net. And um, do you like to read books or audiobooks? Yeah. Are I mean, you into I, audiobooks? I haven't as much, but I, I, I'm always down for I, one. So I strongly recommend, just for the fuck of it, if you have four hours, okay, uh, you could listen to it on YouTube, The Alchemist. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah I was going to say, so the it's on YouTube? Yeah. That's how I listen to it. Oh. People kept telling me about it. I, I, Willie Barsena told me. Okay. He's like, do you read books? He told me in Game of Alaska. And uh, he recommends it a lot. Like I'll it's one of those that books out. that's like, it's a great story. Yeah, so I'm definitely gonna check that out. Check that out, bro. And then um, let's uh, let's plug also what, what one of the things that you do for the podcast world. You you have your business, right? Let's I, plug that. I do consulting. So um, about a year and a half ago, I sort of the issue with podcasting, and I'm not I'm not claiming to be an expert at it, but. There's a lot of different information out there. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you ran into it when you were buying equipment or when you were trying to find a host to, to host the, the podcast on. Mm-hmm. Everyone has a different opinion. And like if you Google it, you can read 18 articles. And each one is telling you, okay, get the Zoom. No, fuck the Zoom. Mm-hmm. No, get this Zoom. So because I've been doing it, Jesus Christ, for four years now... Mm-hmm. Um, I've gone through uh, trial and error on a lot of that stuff. Yeah. So I offer, and and it's uh, I'm very open about. It. I'm not saying that it's the only way to do it, and I'm not saying that the equipment that I have is the only equipment you can use. Mm-hmm. But it's, and I've I've been very lucky, and it's great to hear the the people whose podcasts who have start, and they're like, oh, we've been trying to do it for months, and we couldn't figure this out, or. Oh, and it—it's weird. You consulted them, and yeah. Help, yeah. And it's weird. And I'm sure you'd run into it because you're like, you're in the TV and you know all that tech stuff. Yeah, and it's, yeah. It seems—I don't want to know if you want to say simple, but it's—it comes. You know it already. Mm-hmm. So sometimes to me, it comes natural. It comes natural, and yeah. then so sometimes 
something so simple to me like oh submitting it just for an example submitting a podcast to itunes it takes two steps it's like three buttons yes it couldn't be easier but a lot of people are like oh i can never get this to work and oh i didn't know this was how it is so that's why i I do it it's uh obviously it's a business and i want to make money on it yeah yeah but it's um it's been like i went i got to go up to uh Salinas and these two kids who were homeschooled mm-hmm. started a podcast and they're, they're doing great. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I, I recently went up to uh, Stockton and helped these two vets start a podcast. and And they're they uh, they they are talking about doing mushrooms and they have mm-hmm. they grow weed and it's it's just it's um, it's amazing. One and what any podcast could be about. Oh yeah, what it could be about anything. It could be mm-hmm. uh, for a business. It could just be your friends together. Like that's a lot of people hit me up and go like I just got an email and I haven't even responded to it yet yeah he said how do I make money in podcasting like he doesn't yeah. even have one yet yeah and that's not who I want to help that's I mean mm-hmm. because it's that's not really where that's all like all my I, I don't have expertise in like it's so it's not just start a podcast make money mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it's it's a lot harder than that and I oh, don't yeah. want anybody to think oh it's gonna be super easy so that's well, the people that I love helping or like I just got hit up by a um, a Facebook group of people who are like adults who like toys, uh, uh-huh. and they're like, yeah, we just thought it'd be fun to start a podcast yeah. for our Facebook group, like Legos and stuff. I don't know. I think it's more intense, like actual toys, like mm. like old school toys. Mm. Um, so that like that sort of stuff. And nice. it's uh, what about it, Mike Docha? Didn't you help Mike Docha? Um, I. I gave him some information on uh-huh. uh, some video stuff, but then he uh, we never really got together to set it up. So I don't okay. know if he if he used it or not. Okay. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's been a lot of fun. Then I That's do cool. I do Steve Simone's Good Times podcast. Oh yeah, you produce it, huh? Yeah. Well, cool. I uh, he he records his interviews, mm-hmm. and then uh, I do uh, the intros and outros with him, and then I I oh yeah, edit cool. it together. That's what I did for uh, Yoshi for a while. Okay, he would very send cool. it to me, and I would upload it for him. Right. Yeah. So yeah, so I do that, and then um, I also do a podcast with a young comedian named Johnny Rock. I, I, Shout I, out John I, Roca. Johnny Roca. <laughs> you're the only one who calls him Johnny Roca. Like his actual name is Johnny Roca or uh-huh. Johnny Roca. Or, yeah <coughs> Something like that But I've been friends with him Before I started comedy On right. Facebook Oh really Yeah Him and uh, Rizzo oh, okay They would always hang out So yeah So he, him and I started And I call him young But he's, I think he's older than me yeah. um, <laughs> But We started one It's called Life in Neutral So yes. I do that It's uh, And people get on me About the name a little bit But it's Kind of what we were Talking about earlier It's how even even if you're doing well you have a good job especially when you're trying to follow your dream it just feels like you're stuck in the mud a little bit yeah or stuck in neutral and then while you're driving so yeah. uh we do that once a week on tuesdays cool that's fucking awesome dude thank you and I, I, i'm very happy for the things that you know happened to you i'm excited for the things that are going to come you thank know what you, I mean? man. so i'm very um, excited um for the people that want to reach out for your services and stuff how can they find you well, uh, what they can do is uh, everything for me is at leesite.com. And I feel bad now. We uh, maybe, maybe by the time you put this out, it'll, it'll be up. But uh, a very nice uh, listener named Rob Johnston just built me a, uh, a website just for the consulting. Mm-hmm. So that is launching very soon. Uh, and when we have the, the address and everything all launched, I'll, I'll let you know. And hopefully maybe it'll be up by the time this podcast is up. Okay. But uh, if it's not... The email for me is Lee Syatt Podcast. S Y A T T. It's like the Hotel Hyatt with an S. Nice. Um, 
So just email me there. But honestly, if I, I love it's tough with emails like uh, going back and forth. It's just so what I always love to, and this is not for business. For business, uh, email is great. But what I love is I love Twitter. Twitter's my mm-hmm. my social media. So please. If you want to follow me at Lee Syatt, L-E-E-S-Y-A-T-T, I'd love to talk to you on Twitter. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. Well, dude, thank you so much for uh, doing the podcast. Thank the, you for having me. Yeah. I, you know, we're going to do it at, la- I don't know, I think it was last year when you were in Vegas. Right. I was in Vegas and I got my first sty. I was so you bummed. You had a sty, that's oh. right. But I'm glad we waited because now you're the 100 episode. I'm glad so, we waited too. So, thank you for having uh, me. Yeah. Well, shout let's out. go get some tacos. Yeah, let's get some tacos. <laughs> shout out to my boy, Token Lair. Love you, brother. Love you, buddy.